2: This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X.
1: Sportos, motorheads, geekbloods, Bloods, Wasteoids, dweebies. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.
0: Alright. 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 Alright, alright. One more than we needed. I think you just gave one for Clemson, baby. One more. I'm feeling good. One more than the four demanded. Four game win streak, four all rights, one for good measure. Welcome in, everybody. It is Monday, November 7th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show coming to you, as always, from the University of Louisville College of Business Studios. Want to get paid to get your MBA? Or at least have it feel like you're getting paid to get your MBA? Find out more at business.louisville.edu. We're here from 3 until 6. Rocking and rolling on 1450 AM, 961 FM, streaming all over the land. You know it better as the Big X, and folks, the good times are here. Not only do we have a Louisville football team riding its first four-game win streak since 2016, bowl eligible with three games still to play, but my goodness, college hoops are back today. We got games going on right now we got the women's basketball team. We'll get the TV rocking uh, up here at about 5 because they're going to take on Cincinnati on the ACC network to kick off their season at 5 p.m. Men obviously open their season on Wednesday night against Bellarmine, but we've got college basketball back, college football rolling. It's that time of the year where both are going on at the same time. It feels great. Man, think about just like five months ago, how much we would have killed for a day like this. The good times are here. Let's embrace them. Let's open our arms. Let's give, as Josh Pastner said, if I could hug a win... I'd give it a hug. I can't, but I would. I would hug this time of the year if I could. I can't, but I'm doing it virtually in my mind. Trevor Kelsey is with me, as always, rocking a New Jersey Devils t shirt. Always on top of the, <laughs> the applicable team to wear Devils. on a day like this. Uh, TK, how was the weekend? How are you feeling?
2: Uh, pretty good. Had a good weekend, what I remember of it. Uh, got some new sandwich meat in. So, to be honest with you, the last 40 hours was kind of a blur uh so some good some, some 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 good pastries in as you could say some new sandwich meat yeah in? you know i got some it's some new deli meat in so it was kind of kind of some really strong deli meat okay had me a sandwich trying at to, first i thought you were being literal oh. no no i'm being <laughs> trying, trying to bounce around until the five o'clock hour uh why? At, this, at this point <laughs> at this point why that's the strongest salad i've had in a while <laughs> But uh, yeah, had a uh, had a good weekend. Had, had a solid weekend. It was a fun weekend for sports. Good, and uh, I kind of wish I had Creed open arms queued up right when you were going to that little, little with spot. arms wide open. open. You know, what we do need at some
0: point today. We need we a Liberty Bowl. <laughs> I gotta find it's a bowl eligibility tradition. We got to make it happen. We we're we're at six wins now. We're going to a bowl game for sure, um,
2: which. I gotta remember. I never can. I always have trouble finding it when I want to look it up on like
0: YouTube. It's only one video. It's on. YouTube. I know, and
2: I never can remember what to search for it. If you just search "We in the Liberty
0: Bowl Oval, it's gonna come up. You'll okay. see. Okay. Uh, you don't. It doesn't take precedence now, but I'd,
2: li- I'd like to hear it at some point today. Well, I might, I might just play randomly throughout the entire day. Let's take a moment. I'm fine with that. Let's take a moment <laughs> to acknowledge. <laughs> we'll be talking about something, no matter what, and I'll just play it just randomly. A month ago, <laughs> around this time,
0: you and I we came on the show. And I think, like every Louisville fan, after the Boston College loss, which, by the way, looks worse and worse every week. I still don't know how we lost that game. BC is now 2-7. and seven. We're the only team besides mm-hmm. Maine that they've beaten this season. Who did they lose to this weekend? Duke, on Friday night. Well, at
2: least Duke was has so been somewhat okay. <laughs> they look.
0: Every time I watch them, I'm like, how the hell did we lose this game? They yeah. look atrocious. But we lost that game. Found a way. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, Louisville Two and three overall, zero and three in the ACC. The only ACC team to have multiple games played and multiple ACC losses without a win. It was as low a time. I think it, it, I don't even say I won't even say it was low because we felt like we had found the, the the clear answer to the Satterfield conundrum, which was he's not the guy. Right. I came on the show. I put the tweet out there after the BC game and said, "This is this is the game." I've been trying to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. I've been sharing my opinion that I don't think this is going to work, but I've been willing to say, we don't know yet. I'm hoping to be proven wrong. I'm holding out hope. Got to let the cake bake. All those cliches. After the BC game, I was like, it's it's done. We have our answer. He's not the guy. We're going to play out the rest of the season, but this has now become an irreconcilable marriage. We know where this is going. And Reports swirl that next week that if he loses to Virginia on the road without his starting quarterback, Malik Cunningham, he's done. Right? right? We'll never know the accuracy of, the, of that report. I've heard things both ways. But locally, everybody here denied it. But there were some people nationally who were like, I don't know. I've heard. So that was, it was believable at that time that Scott Satterfield could be fired midseason. Louisville wins. Louisville now, three weeks after that game, sits here at 6-3. 3-3 three three in the conference, being talked about nationally as one of the hottest teams in college football, and all of a sudden is staring down a final gauntlet of Clemson, NC State, and Kentucky. Three teams that have either been ranked uh, recently or are ranked currently. Kentucky's the only one who's not.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and suddenly it doesn't look, it look... It's still daunting, but suddenly it's not quite as, ooh, they may lose all these games by 50 as it appeared a month ago. There's talk now. I mean, we know we're going to a bowl game. And there's talk now, like, it could be a Tier 1 bowl game. It could be a Tier 2 bowl game. We'll see how the rest of the ACC plays out. You win two of these games, you're 8-4. and four, You're getting top 25 votes. You could be going to a, a bowl game that looks much, much better than the one that you thought you didn't even have a shot at a month ago. And I think I will take this moment to first and foremost congratulate Scott Satterfield and everybody because, my God. It's the first four game winning streak this program has had since 2016. It's the first four game winning streak this program has had under Scott Satterfield. And I think it's one of the least probable four game winning streaks in the history of Louisville football. I think that's safe to say. Brian Brown, clearly, an apology is owed. I, we were wrong. I don't know how much Scott has has, has had. Um, in I, I'm
2: still leaning more towards Scott's D than I, I say. Am. We as in like Louisville fans, not you, because you're yeah, you're never I, going I, to give it. Well, I, I I held on longer than anybody though, didn't I? Not really. Well, I held on pretty long. I don't think so. Well, um, I never should have.
0: But all these, and I, I, I keep seeing U of L football. That you know, they're like, oh, the we didn't listen to the outside noise. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be listening to, to the the good positive noise right now either. You should be. It should always be what happens in the locker room is the most important thing. Let's keep it there. Let's, let's shut out the all the outside noise. We have jobs to do. We have to give our opinions on things. And a lot of times we can be wrong, the show especially. I think we're <laughs> wrong more times than not, which is fine. But we have to give what we think is an accurate gauge of the climate of the program. And the amount of people that I'm seeing now that are like, oh, I believed in this team all along. I'm like, no, I don't. No, you didn't. Go check the tweets. Go go check your thoughts. Like, it, you, We all wanted to be wrong. We all wanted this to happen. But I didn't see this team winning four games in a row. I didn't see them looking dominant during the stretch. This is, this is the other thing. They've won four in a row. All four have come by m- multiple scores or more. We haven't had to eke out any of these victories over a top 10 Wake Forest team, a reigning ACC champion in Pitt, a Virginia team that was looking pretty damn good defensively on the road without our quarterback, and a James Madison team that was ranked just three weeks ago. We have run through all four of them. The, the Pitt game may be a little bit misleading with the late touchdown, but still, the point stands. It is not taking a last-second field goal or a fluky turnover with three minutes to go to win any of these four games.
2: Actually, you did, you, you did predict this. I, I, have, I have the proof in, my, in the text thread. Really? When I texted you right after the Pittsburgh game, I said, look, we actually got off the map for a 10-count and coming into a fourth quarter. You replied, 9-3. <laughs> I did. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> that was, you, you were right there, man. You knew it. Maybe being a little bit facetious. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's when you take the most credit for it. <laughs> it's like when, you know, when you think, I was just even use the drunk excuse. I, I don't 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 think it's serious. I was drunk, but I liked it. Well, I meant it. <laughs> Here's so we sitting here now at six and three
0: with greater aspirations on the horizon. The Clemson game looks more winnable than we thought it was going to. Certainly four or five weeks ago, uh, I, I hate that they lost. I'll be quite frank. I, I wish they would have. Because if they're going to be, they've looked vulnerable in the past this season, and if they're going to look vulnerable, I would just assume have them be ten and zero, and with the college football playoff dream just within their grasp. Before going to go there and, and take that away from them, now they're hurting after the Notre Dame loss, and you know, probably out for blood. But whatever, it would
2: have been nice to shatter their home winning streak and their BC exactly, their, their tournament hopes all in one foul swoop, but.
0: But you mentioned that the 39 game, I think it's 39 now, home game winning streak, it's still a, like, we would make them, I still don't believe that they storm the field after losses. Like, they're like, win or lose, we storm the field. I'm like, no, you don't. I've never seen it before. I want to see it firsthand this weekend. That's still my motivation here. But certainly that game, I'm not saying, I'm not predicting a win right now, but it's certainly, we're only a touchdown underdog. The spread has gone towards us as the
2: after it opened a couple not, of not days a, ago. Now, if you bet it like I did before Saturday's game on last Friday and you got 13 and a half. The fact that you're betting on Louisville makes me less confident.
0: <laughs> we need you to keep betting against Louisville. But the NC State game, I mean, I know NC State takes care of Wake Forest this weekend. They still look, again, to use the word, more vulnerable than we thought they were going to now that Devin Leary is out. UK, Not. I'm not, I'm not even going to go there yet, but they have not been playing great recently. My point is this. There's a chance for us to spend all offseason looking at this, this final three-game gauntlet. There's a chance for us not to just win one of these. There's a chance for us to win two. Now, that, is there a chance for us to lose all three? Of course. We're probably going to be underdogs in two of the three, maybe all three, depending on how NC State, I guess, they, you know, how we look this weekend, how they look this weekend. But who do they got this weekend? I, wonder. I
2: don't know. They're 7-2 right now. Yeah, um, they, I mean, they've won since Leary's gone out and somehow. They have not lost. They're, no, they got Boston College this week. Wow. Watch them lose to BC too. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah,
0: really. But the however it's happened, however much input Scott Satterfield has had with the defense, the special teams, whatever, however much you know Lance Taylor has put in input, whether it was that or it was just nothing, and they just started playing better. They just started minimizing the the, the crucial mistakes that plagued them against BC and against uh, Florida State. However it's happened, cannot tip my hat hard enough to everybody involved with U of L football for getting us to this point. Even if they lose out, getting to this point was, they've shown an unreal amount of grit, determination, every cliche word you can toss out there. It's been a fun as hell four weeks to follow. I'm thankful for it. It's fun to have hope going into this final three game stretch. I did not think that we were going to be in this place mentally when college basketball started and we got through the month of November. Props to you guys. It's been awesome. Let's keep it going. I feel good.
2: So, you say we're going to beat Kentucky? No, not yet. <laughs> i not saying that. That is not what I'm saying. It is nice to be excited in November for it football, It feels good. Right? I mean, I, feel, I, 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 mean, know I, I guess we're, we were in, in Stanford's first year, I guess we were a little bit. For sure. I'm trying to remember how we it. To a lesser year. extent last I year. I mean, I know Kentucky beat the crap out of us, but I can't remember. We won the Syracuse
0: and Duke games right before that, which is okay. what got people's hopes going idea. a little bit.
2: Yeah, we have a tendency of doing that. At least at this time, going into the UK game of what may be false hope for us, we'll have legitimate victories over NC State and Clemson opposed to Duke and Syracuse. Yeah. I mean, the, I think, I think the getting those cupcakes right before Kentucky is, is what's given us that false hope. The other thing that also... Not the Turkey's a cupcake this year, but they have looked like one the last few weeks. For sure.
0: I, I, as much as I, like, want to stay positive here at the beginning, and I guess technically this is sort of a, a pseudo-positive... I also now can't help but think about how much we should have won that BC game and to a, a slightly lesser extent the Florida State game. The Florida
2: State one, too really. This could easily be me.
0: like an 8 and 1 Louisville team <laughs> going into this like like this could be like for the ACC this weekend against Clemson. We could be 5 and 1 oh, in conference play. One of those shows. And Clemson
2: yeah. 6 and 0. Oh,
0: like but I mean, am I wrong?
2: I mean, my 6 and 0 oh bowl prediction start doesn't look too – uh looks like it should have been I should have said 6 and 0 oh finish. But no, but seriously though, like look look at look at those two
0: games. Am I wrong? What did we should have won? We those had games? both those games won. Oh yeah, this could easily be an eight and one Louisville team, and you could say well they they would be a fraudulent eight and one, maybe, but they still would be an eight and one team that would be in the top fifteen, taking on Clemson. Like this would be billed as like the battle of the ACC, and there's a part of me that can't let go of that, but it's okay.
2: Right? The only team we've been I don't been outplayed in what's Syracuse. Syracuse. That was it. Yeah,
0: and I still don't understand what happened there. But you know, I'm, I'm glad we went away from whatever it was. I guess the offense, but the, uh, the Florida
2: Boston College were just the last three years exemplified in, in in this season where we just we have a game like you said we have a game not just not maybe one but at our at our at our feet and we just. Can't prevent the big
0: play. Can't make the big play. We just step on Those the bag,
2: the flaming bag, because we just don't realize over and over this full of poo. Yeah,
0: let's talk about James Madison on Saturday specifically. Uh, Louisville comes out, and the first half, I'm, I, I'm, every talking point that we had last week about why do you schedule <laughs> this game? You know, this is a dangerous opponent, especially coming off of you know, the, the biggest win in program history since probably Lamar left. Why are we doing this? And it's ten to ten. And I'm I'm sitting there thinking, like, this is, this is silly. This is dumb. I'm so mad about this. How are we going to respond in the second half? And we responded by doing what I think teams have done to us in recent years when we've tried to kind of play that underdog role. We just played big boy football against them. Like, just manned up and said, look, you're a good group of five team. Guess what? You're still a group of five team. The players that committed to play at James Madison for Kurt Signetti the last few years, they were committing to play at an FCS school. Again, a great FCS school, but still an FCS school. We've got Power 5 conference players. We're bigger than you. We're faster than you. We're more athletic than you. And guess what? We're going to show you in the second half. And that's exactly what we did. You just, just ran it down their throat. Big boyed them on defense. They refused to throw the ball, which is something we're going to talk about later. I still don't really understand that. But it was just us being bigger, better, and more talented, and then relying on that for two quarters to, to pull away with a 24-point win.
2: You described why I actually wasn't worried at 10-10 at halftime. Like, I felt like we I felt good. We shouldn't have been at 10 10, that we, this team didn't have. I, I, at halftime, I started thinking to myself, possibly just Mike, my, myself, and the fans were the only ones that didn't realize this is just a bye week game. Like, I think the players gone to it with that attitude and they're treating it like that. Now, in the first half, yes, it was 10 10, and maybe they didn't, you know, blow them out like you would expect to think, in a, even though 34 10 is a nice win, but. We looked more talented. Yeah, I mean, I, I exactly. I, I, at halftime, I was like, I'm not 100% really worried. Now, I've seen things go not our way in games that maybe I shouldn't have been worried about as well, but I felt confident. I felt very good and very confident in this to go into that second half. And Louisville, for once in the last couple of years, has reassured my confidence and did exactly what I thought we would do, and that was handle them and wear them down and just leave, win this game going away.
0: It was weird. A lot of things about the James Madison game plan were weird. Yeah, they
2: didn't want to throw the ball.
0: And I don't understand. Like They get Todd Santeo back, the quarterback who'd been injured, didn't play against Marshall two weeks ago before their bye week, and had been rated so high by everybody who does that sort of thing. And they just refused to throw the ball you see these guys
2: still be like banged up
0: right i assume so they asked Signetti about it after the game like you know is, is there any limitations with centeo and he was like no not at all and it makes no sense because look at his past attempts this season uh, 33 17 and that was in a, the norfolk state blowout where they were 163 or 7 he didn't play the second half 29 25 37 48 against georgia southern and then 15 against us uh just four or 15 he didn't he didn't look terrible yeah, 10
2: of those 15 were all just like dump off like passes like yeah they, 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 now and now of the 11 passes he didn't complete the tight end probably could have caught maybe two or three of those they had a couple now, drops now in fairness those ones that they dropped they weren't probably going to get much out of it unless we just missed the with the tackle which is possible but still,
0: like the whole point is yeah I mean, they didn't even try to keep us
2: honest no no i mean they were they were just trying to they were run they run the ball and try to go some undercut under like screen stuff and they never. I don't. I don't remember them really trying to go deep too often or not. I mean, they did a couple they're... shots in the second half, and it, it didn't go great. But it didn't look like his arm was terrible. I just
0: the whole giving up, especially when they have drives around midfield, third and ten, and they're running just straight draws, which yeah. happened multiple times. I'm like, you're not going to surprise us here. Like we like we're pretty good against the run. We're selling out right now to try to make you put the ball in the air, and they just wouldn't do it. It was a, an odd thing. I didn't hate it because the defense was was up to the challenge for sure. Um, but like that, it was almost like they weren't playing to win. I, I didn't really understand that, but again, did not hate it whatsoever. Offensively, for the first time this season, we have multiple rushers go over hundred yards. Tyne Evans uh, does play and goes nuts. ten carries one hundred and twenty six yards, had a seventy one yard touchdown run. Busted one for the, the you know the second week in a row. Jawar Jordan also plays very well. Carries seventeen
2: times for one hundred and seventeen yards. He hit was a long like a, 26. He twenty six. Like a small power back too out there. Did he not? He runs hard as hell. I, I, mean, I love you, the you, way he runs. He was supposed to be the, the speedster. You know, finesse hit the corners. Stretch out outside outside zone running guy and you know he runs like, very hard and he, he yeah he is I was I've been pleasantly surprised to
0: see that Trevion Cooley was not available I uh, sat out for personal reasons they said um, Malik Cunningham also interestingly Watching State game. <laughs> now interestingly Malik Cunningham does not rush for any yards fifteen carries zero yards he does throw the ball. Okay. I mean, all things considered, certainly better than he has in recent weeks. 14 of 20, 223 yards. His first game with more than two touchdown passes. Uh, He finishes with three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Uh, Tyler Hudson, big time game. Finally, he gets really going. Six six catches, hundred and forty two yards within a touchdown. Mark Huggins, Bruce Head, uh another touchdown catch, and then Isaac Martin, our boy from, from Trinity, walk on, spikes, gets the penalty. Who cares? Uh props to you. Yeah, worthy of the
2: spike. That listen, you threw sure your first touchdown as a senior walk on. I mean, the hell yeah, spike. spike that Yeah, spike spike that I'd have grown and grabbed it and spiked it again. Uh the, you know, uh, the, the Malik thing, if you you can if you if someone wants to try to be negative about it, it's possible, you know, because he he said fourteen Technically, fourteen carries, I, 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 zero yards, negative yards, whatever, because of the sacks. Taking the sacks instead of trying to force the ball, I will take seven days a week and twice on Sunday for his on the decision making. I don't want to see him lose, get get caught in behind the chains because it does hurt us offensively. But I'll take that and him trying to force something or trying to scramble more and just if it's not there, just go down. Or just throw it away. I think that's, or just throw I think away. that's what people and, want to stay And I'd of. like to see me more of that, but you know what? I'll take the lesser of the two evils and taking the sack.
0: I, I like the fact that he got something going through the air late in the game. Like, He had the the nice strike to Tyler Hudson for the touchdown that put us up, I believe. Probably maybe the nicest 24. throw he's had in three years. And I, I was going to say, because as dominant as we were in that game at that point in time, like, the, the game was out of question. I think that I think that got the game to twenty-seven to ten. That touchdown pass specifically, and he threw a great touchdown to Huggins Bruce too for the last throw. I think that if we hadn't, if we don't get it going in the passing game, we're not winning any of these last three games. And that was my whole point. I, I said it was like the, the pass to Hudson, a big play, obviously for this game. It, it pretty much put it out of reach for James Madison, but also. We've got to get some confidence going in this traditional passing game because we can't run all over Clemson, NC State, Kentucky the way that we've run over James Madison or, I mean, honestly, Wake Forest the last couple of weeks. We've got to keep them honest with Malik's arm, and he has not been doing that recently. So to have those last two throws in the fourth quarter, it seems like a small thing because all it does is change the final margin, but... If it builds his confidence to the point that he's throwing the ball effectively this weekend against clemson next weekend against nc state and then in the finale against uk then maybe we point to that it kind of, here's a basketball comparison since it is is opening day it reminds me a little bit of at the end of that duke game in 2013 the kevin ware game the elite eight where luke hancock finds tim henderson for the open three he drills it a little bit of confidence there for him going to the final four maybe he doesn't make those threes against wichita state if he doesn't have that shot against Duke, maybe he doesn't take those threes against Wichita State if he doesn't have that shot against Duke. Maybe this is that same type of little confidence booster. Shooters got to see the ball go through the net. Sometimes passers have to have a couple of nice strikes to receivers that are open late in eight, a blowout win to get that confidence going. However it happens, we clearly have to get this passing game rolling a little bit more going into this final three-game stretch, and maybe the end of Saturday's game is just the jump
2: start that we need to make that happen. Yeah, I'd like to see more of that, that that Harold pass. Still, I mean, I rewound it a couple times and watched it. It was the the slide step into the, the pocket, the the one to uh, whatever T T hair T Har or whatever his name is. I keep wanting to call him Harold. I know because I keep thinking of the our, our Hawkins Bruce. No, the uh, what's his name Hudson? Uh, Hudson. Yeah, I keep wanting to call him Harold because because he kind of replaced Harold that went to Alabama for us. I know we're six games in the season. But I'm still doing it. Get over it. We're nine games of the season. That too. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the little sidestep he does. How high are you right now? Not that. Not. not <laughs> I think I would be. <laughs> I only took like two hits, and I was at like at like one thirty. Okay. <laughs> didn't, didn't need a real answer. <laughs> I'm honest, man. Come on. <sighs> I mean, I haven't had my chicken bacon Swiss sandwich yet. Yeah, time. we need to get some food in you. But I have my bell yellow. But the, the, the little sidestep, he does step up, and then and right when the guy comes up in the pot, I mean, the, one of the nicest throws I've seen Cunningham make in probably six years maybe little little' It was a great throw. I mean, the just, second one was, too, the Huggins-Bruce,
1: the The, 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 the fade route, yeah. yeah, the fade. I
2: mean, yeah, exactly, because, I mean, that's something he hasn't really accomplished. It's nice to see him do it. Like you said, a shooter hitting a free throw. Let's see if we can – because we don't need – I don't need him out there throwing the ball 60 times. No. I've said it before, and you, you think I'll undersell this, but I mean, I want Malik throwing no more than 20 to 30 passes in a game. Well, 20 30 is a pretty big disparity. Uh, uh, yeah, but he threw 20 in this game, did he not? He did. But I mean, usually when we are the best, he, he throws somewhere around that 20 in that 20 to 30 area. When he has to throw any more than that, we're in trouble. And then maybe we've won games where he has thrown more than that. He's only thrown it more than 30 times, one time this whole season. So he's been, he's been in your
0: range every what, single time. What's other our record? Game. Uh well we lost that game to Florida State so we are six and two when he's throwing between twenty and thirty passes there
1: you
2: go I mean, like, just saying I mean we've
0: have also like, hopefully
2: closer to twenty you, and you thought you thought it was crazy when I said throwing around twenty passes was way too few. Well, I'd still do. I mean, he hasn't. He's never thrown like this. Was the fewest passes he's thrown in a game this season. Mostly, he's what the twenty to twenty-five, probably.
0: He's right around, uh, yeah, twenty to, to Well, he's twenty-eight against BC, twenty-nine uh, against uh, UCF, uh, twenty-eight uh, against or
2: twenty-three against Wake. Yeah, I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's where you need to keep him in his wheelhouse, and you you keep him at twenty to twenty-five passes. I'm only needing needing ten of them complete, ten to fifteen of them completed.
0: Yeah, I mean, ideally, for sure. But like like I said, teams are the teams we have coming up on the schedule aren't going to let us run on them the way that, that James Madison is. We're going to try, though. Well, we're always going to try. But, like, I mean, these defenses are better than the ones we've been facing in recent Well, weeks.
2: Clemson's best defense will play all year.
0: For sure. And UK, I mean, we know what their defense has done to us the last few times we've played. NC State's defense is, is lights out as well. Ideally, I think, yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd love to have Malik throw it as few times as possible. You'd love to have more of a run. This is a run-first offense. You'd have uh,
2: run-second, too.
0: Kind of. I mean, at its best, I guess. But we also need – you need either the run game to be rolling or you need the defense to be getting – I mean, you don't have to get eight turnovers like you did against Wake Forest. Nice. But you need to be getting them multiple turnovers like we were in every game before this one. Which, by the way, the turnover uh, stat, we finally have our third win under Satterfield where we lost the turnover battle. We turned the ball over one time; they turned the ball over zero times on Saturday, and we won by, uh, by by twenty-four points. So this is now Louisville's record: three and seventeen under Satterfield when losing the turnover battle. I believe they are eighteen and two when winning the turnover battle. So still a big thing, but goes against the stat a little bit. There, we're okay though. Let's get I'm, some. I'm okay. Are it you helps. Okay? When, I mean, they're not throwing the ball, so I mean, we can't get interceptions when they're not putting the ball in the air. So only so much you can do, and the defense. Certainly did their part once again on Saturday night. I, mean, I
2: had a good weekend. Lou little bit of a good weekend. How was your weekend in general? You didn't go into much detail when I asked you. It was good. It was solid. Yeah, I mean, Lions got a win. Lions won a football game yesterday. Beat Aaron Rodgers. We beat James Madison. They beat Aaron Rodgers. Damn right. Uh, we
0: had pictures with – we had family pictures on Sunday. Oh, the, source- the Sears portrait? Yeah no uh always a great time we did a, we had a quick little santa session john hated it john screamed the entire time Oh, i
2: did ask my mom where mine were and her reaction was i don't know what i did with those the, the well, that's, mom, that's crazy. super disappointing yeah you you mean both i was kind of i'm gonna find those so you got the, the where where, where, did, where, did, where did the Sears portraits get taken now portraits by ron
0: no these were not Sears portraits shout out to our, our friend chris norris she does great work she's a, a fantastic ooh, photographer you, oh you get
2: like a private photographer well, yeah, that's what I think everybody does. I mean, these days. I, well, I mean, Sears doesn't exist anymore. Everyone, who, everyone who has money managers. No, no. <laughs> uh, I
0: mean, I, I feel like everybody has a friend now that does photography on the weekends. Did she so. did, did do one of the pictures where you're staring seriously and it's in black and white? No, no, these are mostly the kids. We did John's first birthday, uh, like one year old pictures, because she's done like his six month and his she did just like newborn pictures. And then we did a little bit of stuff with uh, with Santa and uh, some with the, the whole family.
2: it's November seventh? You mean you you mean like? Trevor, people 30? do Christmas
0: cards? They put them together like before Christmas comes around, so they can get them all made,
2: get them all printed out, and send them out. Ah, you do the Christmas card, the family Christmas card, send out. Yeah, we we do Christmas cards. <sighs> if I remember, that that's going to be a stipulation with both relationship. I mean, if I ever get in one, it's we're not doing Christmas cards.
0: Trevor, I don't know anybody who
2: doesn't do a Christmas card with their family. No, not doing it. Okay, she's SOL, well. and, and 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 if and if I knock her up, we're not doing the baby reveal part either. Well, we didn't do that. Yeah. So, I mean, these are these are these are these are non-negotiables with with the future Mrs. X Kelsey. You realize it's gender <laughs> reveal, it's not baby reveal. I don't
0: have a party like to, to announce whether or not you're actually pregnant. It'd be very sad if the if the result was nothing. I'm surprised they haven't gone to that
2: level yet, where you're revealing I've been knocked up. The stakes are too high. <laughs> like pea sticks to start falling from the ground. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, they all stay positive.
0: I promise. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. If you want to. Take text us during the show reminder again if you download that refreshing rewards app if you become a new member you're always going to get something as a reward this uh this month you can get a free breakfast sandwich and a free dispensed and or 20 ounce drink from thornton's if if you become a new refreshing rewards member the sandwiches we're talking about sausage egg and cheese biscuit bacon egg and cheese uh croissant steak and egg burrito And then again, you can get a free 20 ounce drink or a dispensed drink that's talking coffee, talking tea, talking fizz freeze, all for free just by becoming a refreshing rewards member. And after you do so, make sure you text us on the Thornton Sex Lot at 502 414 1450. We'll take your thoughts coming up after the break. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a celebratory Monday once again here on the Big X. There we go. There we go.
1: We in. Oh. Hell yes. And it isn't just talk, talk, talk If I could only give you everything
0: All right, welcome back in second hour of the Mike Rutherford Show, or second segment of the Mike Rutherford Show. First hour here on 1450 and won The Big X coming to you as always from the U of L College of Business Studios. We've got college basketball rolling. We have our first top 25 final of the season so far, Trevor. The Baylor Bears take care of Mississippi Valley State, 117 to
2: 53. Sorry, Jerry Rice. Props to Scott Drew, uh, getting it done. We've I- got we've got a first hour. You came on immediately following us tonight. Who do they play tonight? Moorhead. Ooh. Pre-game starts right at 6 o'clock soon as we get off the air. Now, they've got... So, no no cardinal authority, sorry.
0: This is kind of a sad statement to make. They have one of the more interesting games of, of opening night because while all top 25 teams, every single top 25 team in the preseason AP top 25 poll is in action today, none of them are involved in a game where the point spread is single digits. It's all... I saw that somebody was like, hey, the the Elias Bureau says there's an 80% chance of one of these teams getting upset. I'm like, cool. I can't pick which one it's going to be because all of these games on paper look like they absolutely suck. I mean, I
2: guess— Maybe Dayton losing to Lindenwood?
0: Lindenwood, no. If it was somebody else—like George Mason-Auburn maybe the, the the best chance because I'm not the biggest believer in Auburn. And George Mason has been getting better in recent years um well, not Lindenwood. longwood lancers taking on alabama longwood
2: drum an alumni
0: love the lancers uh but it, it's just kind of a because they don't want to compete with election night tomorrow they backed up the champions classic they're not doing an opening night like they have the last couple of years it's just kind of a opening night is starting with a thud now the women's opening night a little bit better and also for our interest we get the women's team opening up against cincinnati at five o'clock you can check that on acc network very kind of a cool thing the ACC network is opening its coverage this season with a triple header of all of the teams that made it to the Final Four last year. So, nice. the U of L women will kick off the triple header. They'll lead into the Duke men's team playing at seven, and then the North Carolina team is playing UNC Wilmington at nine. So, kind of a cool thing, a nice little early season shine for Jeff Walls and and the ladies.
2: I concur. Okay, there you go. 502-414-1450. <laughs> I don't know what, else, what was I supposed to add. How much was I supposed to add to that? I don't know. I thought you had something to say. I mean, I'll, what, what time is the Women's Little Swimming Game? 5 o'clock. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll have it on the air, and I'll watch a little of it when I get home. Okay. You'll be able to hear all the action, as always, on our sister station, the yeah. new home
0: of Cardinal Athletics, 970 WGTK. I wonder if somebody be joining me in here then for that last hour. Perhaps. We'll find out. A little, little crammed in here. Could get a little awkward. Yeah. <laughs> No, nothing okay None. yeah I, n- I never know 502 414 is the thornton sack line. Really awkward i had we'll take, last night we'll take your <laughs> thoughts on the james madison win or whatever you want to talk about now texter says i really want to hear these saft uh these set halftime speeches what they've been the last two weeks clearly they're getting the job done
1: yeah
2: second half stats we've been calling them for years right? i want to watch them coaching the d at practice you want to see scott's d i want in action yes i want to see it in, yeah i do and not just from like one, you know, from the hand angle. I want, I want from like a moving camera.
0: You a professional? I want a
2: professional view. Yeah, yeah.
0: You pay more for that.
2: You know, it is what it is.
0: Texas says, "When is this fan base finally going to embrace this team and staff? What win will it take? It can't only be about a win over Kentucky. The NC State game and Senior Day should be a sellout. Well,
2: I don't know about sellout. I'll let you
0: know right now. It's not going to be a sellout. No. There's, there's no chance of that happening. Um, the crowd." I think I predicted I thought it was going to be better than the last two weeks. It was better than Wake Forest. I don't think that it was better than Pitt. I think it was 42 and change uh, was the announced attendance. It sounded loud on TV. I, I, it looked good. The people who were there, once again, were very rowdy. I thought it was a, a good crowd. The players seemed to be energized by it. They all said nice things about the, the fans who showed up on, on Saturday. But I, it's not going to jump 18,000 for a game against NC State in a couple weeks, even if like NC State's ranked in the top 15 and we're ranked after beating Clemson. Like it's just, it, it's not gonna
1: happen. Your
2: thoughts. James Madison complaining that we're playing music too late into the huddle. I mean, get over it. <laughs> I mean. The, so we haven't talked about, I've much. never heard that before. Like the, when, the, when the official coming and making an announcement, I mean, go to a game at Clemson.
0: Like we'd be at like both times I went there, we would be at the line. Like Lamar is yelling to the players, like trying to make adjustments and they are blasting like purple Lamborghini as loud as they humanly can and it was – it wasn't just approaching the line. We were at the line, like, getting ready to play, and they're playing music very loud. The same. Everybody does it. Like, like that was that was silly. And then also we have to talk about, first of all, the Malik play with the the linebacker riding him <laughs> into the wall and yeah, Malik grabbing was... him by the face mask, all that stuff. They say after the game – Scott Centerfield comes out and says definitively both in his post-game press conference and I think it's whatever he was talking, uh, ACC conference call today, and says that the official comes over to him and says we didn't want to to give Malik a penalty, but we got the
2: call from Greensboro. They said I'm like what? They specifically when we're talking that's what we were saying going into the replays that you can't You can't. You can't give now you can You can't review an offensive face back. You, you can not eject you can decide not to eject the right. player, which he shouldn't have been ejected. He it was all Malik, I mean
0: I don't think it was all Malik. Well, but it,
2: was, it was, from the point where they got out of bounds is pretty much Malik. Malik I mean,
0: because well, when I first saw it live, and I understood like the fans in the, in the stadium who were like flipping out about it, because at first glance, you're like, oh my God, what the hell? Like, that was dirty. Yeah, dude's losing this cool. Like, yeah. I tweet out like that was clearly like, dirty as hell. And then they show it again, you're like, okay. Malik definitely had more to do with it than it looked at first glance. But. I, the other guy could have let go as well earlier in the play. Like I, I think he he's he didn't. I mean the momentum's. Put, they both deserve yeah. to be penalized. I think is is the, I think they got to the right ruling, but they should not have had an opportunity to look at it. And also, why is Greensboro chiming in? Get in my face! <laughs> I hate this league. I, I really do. I cannot stand this conference. It's the worst. Get us out of here. Get us somewhere better. But like that was super, super annoying. Did we ever find out what happened
2: to the guy that got, that got run over when they went to no, the No, but ball? he took a blow and a half. He did. They never, I was kind of curious what happened. I mean, I hope he's not going to sue. Thank God it wasn't Calgill. <laughs>
0: now there is, I'll, I'll go ahead and address this since we have multiple texts about it already in the, into the text line. There has been a rumor the last 24 hours that Malik um, hurt his hand significantly on that play. My, my understanding is that he did hurt a hand on that play, had it looked at, may have had something done on it, practiced yesterday, and was good to go. So if there was a significant injury or some injury, if it was left hand, right hand, uh, whatever, because the stories get mixed up there, my understanding, something did happen, but he play, he practiced on Sunday, was good to go, says he's, he's ready for this week. So right. that was because I know the rumor initially at Saturday night and then early yesterday was broken hand on that play. Gonna have surgery out for the year, and I've been told that that's that's not true. So, but that was a a little scary moment
2: it's there. Yeah, because I mean, the lose your season on a broken hand from pulling a face mask with a player—that's would have been a, a rough end. That's right theory. around there with Gus Frat headbutting a wall. Maybe you could have gotten another year though. I mean, that's that would be that would that that'd be up there in the uh, stupidity injuries list right there of history. That would have been
0: bad. So we have so. Uh, I'm putting these tweets together, these texts together because they come back to back. So we've got this one text from somebody saying what's going does the fan base finally fully embrace the staff? What's going on? And the very next text says, would you be OK with still firing sad if he loses out, which is where we are? Like this is still this is still very much where we are, because to answer the, the first question, embracing the staff, being on board, I still say he needs one of these last three. And that's just a, a personal thing, because, like I said, I, I think that he sticks around. My whole stance back in August—I mean, hell, back in like April—we've talked about this for for nine months before the season actually kicked off. My personal stance was, if he goes six and six this year, I'd prefer to move on. I, I just—I'm I'm sick of the mediocrity. I don't think he can do anything with this class if he comes in. If he goes seven and five, I'm good with keeping him. Anything better, obviously, is a wildly successful season. If he goes less than six and six, obviously, I want him gone, and then obviously, I think he will be gone. But now, I mean, so much has changed. It's been more up and down than we thought. We've, we're riding the high right now. I still stand by that. If they lose out, if they go 6-6 six and six this year, I think he probably gets another year. I wouldn't be in favor of it. I want to see him win one of these last three.
2: I, I think he needs to win at least two of these last three. At but, least two? Uh, yeah, and, and one of them has got to be Kentucky. For what? To, wait, wait, to, to, clarify to, what you're saying. To, to maybe just to, to move the needle to the majority of, of, of happiness that he's kept.
0: I think he's got the majority of the fan base on his side right now. I think he, a majority supports Scott Satterfield in this moment in time. Do you
2: think those who were against him, and and for the record, I mean, I, I, hopefully you agree this is why I've wanted Brian Brown gone now for over a year, and I'm still okay with him being gone this season. I, I've been somewhat supportive of Satterfield. I mean, like, I just, I've, I've made, I think I've tried to make it clear that. Me wanting Braum here was that I just prefer Brom over well, him. Hold on. I've, Four weeks ago, you were like trying to do the whole thing where you were like,
0: now you're finally seeing my side. I've wanted this guy out of here for two
2: years. No, I t- I've, I've, never, I've, I've said we going good before last season. If we're not going to bring in Brom, then keep Satterfield. We need to check the tape on what you said. Check it.
0: Because you're like, you're finally coming around a little bit to where I've been this whole time. And no, I was that like,
2: was more about Brian Brown. And then I thing.
0: said, you predicted a 7 and 5 season. How can you say you're like? I knew this guy sucked.
2: I wanted him gone. I mean, I I just prefer Brom, and I still do. i do okay. We go. We went. We went out, and Brom said in Satterfield bounces. I want Brom back. I still want Brom. I still take Brom over Satterfield. But I I have no problem with Satterfield, and I just don't. I just don't like the defense coordinator. And the fact is that Br- he's no longer coaching the defense. Satterfield's doing it both. So you know that that's the perk. And and yeah, I think just to. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe if you only hit the, I just feel like you, you, you can't get blown out by Kentucky again. You just, I mean, you, you lose Kentucky forty. To clarify, you're saying this for yourself personally, a little bit, but I think also for a, 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 a large chunk of the fan base, if you go in that Kentucky game and you lose forty-five to three again or fifty-four to ten, it changes things. It's just going to make you forget all the this entire winning streak to a degree.
0: Now, if we let's say we win these last two, these next two and we go into the UK game 8-3, and three, we, will, we would have beaten top 25 teams in back-to-back weeks. Three top 25 wins. Let's say in that scenario we still get blown out by UK. You, I, you, you still think I, that he's done. Yeah, because
2: at that point, you then you, then you still got the rumbling, well, listen, great, we can beat the, the ACC teams in our conference that no one has respect for to begin with, really. When are we going to be able to beat – we can't even beat a mid-major SEC team then. I, I disagree that people are going to be
0: like, we got to fire this guy. If you go eight and four with wins over Clemson, NC State, and Wake Forest, it's not you get blown back Kentucky. You're still going to have a, a chunk of people wanting him fired. Yeah, you. I mean, you'll have a, I mean, there there are people who would want him fired if we went eleven and one and lost to okay. Kentucky. Like, there's there's always going to be that chunk. But I think that a majority would be satisfied with that. Not to satisfy, would be happy with that season. It would suck to, to end the season that way for sure. But once again, nobody was saying that Satterfield needed to like get the program to its final state this season, like the highest possible state that he can get them to. I think they just wanted to see some definitive signs of progress and going eight and four would certainly achieve that. Now losing to Kentucky in that manner would absolutely suck. And there would be things that would be said after that game for sure. I I think overall, I think we'd be able to see the bigger picture. Now, if you go, if you lose these next two and you get blown out by UK, or let's say you beat NC state in kind of an ugly, slap-fest game where they don't look like they're they're good on offense because Leary's out, and you lose to Clemson, and then you get blown up by UK, then I think people will, will be a little bit more upset. But if you win these next two, man, you'd love to be competitive with UK. You'd love to win that game, obviously. But I think that
2: big picture, people will see things more realistically. I wanted to see more than just progress, personally. I mean, I, I wanted to see progress in years two and three. Not in year four. I mean, year by year four, I don't expect to just see progress. I expect to see some results. You said you were fine with seven and five going into the year. Yeah, see, I'm fine with a lot of things in life. There You're me. all over the place today. <laughs> we
0: cannot pin you down on anything. Uh, by the way, I put up a.
2: Uh, you should see me play in tag.
0: I do this once every three months and then I act like it's the a question of the day, like we do it every day. Rutherford Show, question of the day. It's now on Twitter at Card Chronicle. How do you see Louisville finishing out this season? Three and oh, two and one, one and two, or oh and three? Uh, I'll ask you straight up. I mean, I know we'll get we'll get into the Clemson talk as the, as the the week goes on, and then we'll talk more about the the last two games once we get there. But right now, where it stands, NC State, Clemson, UK to end the season. How does Louisville finish this? Do they get one win? Do they get two? Do they go in three? What What are your thoughts?
2: Realistic in me, to say one and two.
0: That's where I'm too. I'm thinking one and two.
2: I, I'm thinking I would if I had put them in order, I'd say one and two, two and one, zero and three. Last being 3-0. zero, I'm probably, and that one win being NC State probably. I might, and this
0: this sounds like negative, terrible fan. I might be more. I think one and two is the most likely. I might go zero and three before I go two and um, one, because I mean they're going to be underdogs in two of those games. You, you assume that they're yeah. We, but we that's know they're underdogs being on the
2: road, and you're going to be underdog regardless. Probably so. I mean, yeah,
0: but I mean they are expected to lose those those two
2: games yeah. for sure. NC State is going to be. Very close spread. Um, I mean, the states. I mean, they they they're going to be going on three game winning streak without their head starting quarterback, and one yeah. of those wins is a win against a team that we have bra- are bragging about as well in like Forest. Yeah, I lean more
0: towards zero and three being more likely than two and one, but I can see people. I, I can see what people would say otherwise. I still like right now. If you're asking how I think, like I, I don't see them winning this weekend. I think they're going to beat NC State, and I can't. I can't. Rightfully pick us to beat UK right now. I can't. I would love it. to see
2: this confidence go. I mean, I feel like we're just like Boston College was like that that bottom of the barrel moment as an alcoholic, and we just like we just we realized like we 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 don't need this, and we're like on like now a, what uh, a six a six game uh, chip on on the wagon, and I don't want I don't want to fall back off.
0: Yeah, none of us do. That's why I, th- I think that you have to you absolutely have to win one of these last three. If you lose all three, then it's like. Yeah, we had the four game winning streak, but at the end we did exactly what everybody said he was going to do, which was get us a six and six. Like we saw this coming. The wins and the losses were a little bit different than we predicted going into the season, but everybody knew this was where we were going. Everyone knows this is what this coach is capable of. He's a six and six type coach. If you want to avoid that talk, you've got to win one of these last three. Um and I I think they will. I really do, but it's not gonna be easy. Certainly not gonna be easy. By the way, I put that poll up. We already have uh, real quick, I put it up about five minutes ago. I think like two minutes ago, we've got 150 votes. Uh, the leader right now is one and two. 45.3 percent of the vote is there. 36.7 percent of the vote says two and one. 0 and three getting 9.4, and then three and zero getting 8.6. So kind of in line with what we're saying. I think fans maybe not thinking that 0 and three is 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 as likely as as maybe I do, but they they've got that as the distant third behind one and two and two and one, which. Is understandable. Uh, Thornton Staxon, again, 502-414-1450. Texter says, I was looking at the Louisville roster, and it's crazy to think that Jeff Walls will play 13 and just run the living hell out of teams this year. Or is it crazy to think that Jeff Walls will play 13 and run the living hell out of teams this year? Also, Trevor, can I get a couple of bars of I Will Always Love You, the Whitney Houston version?
2: And I... I will always love you. Better than I thought it was. And I will always love you. Better than I thought. Better than I thought it was. He's there. the only thing that in the shower. You should be privileged. Uh,
0: as far as <laughs> Walls playing 13, I I can't imagine he's going to do that this year. I know they, they have a super loaded roster. The, the spots where they did lose players from last year. I mean, they bring in uh, a number of, of transfers, I, I guess the biggest being um, Morgan Jones from Florida State. They also brought in Josie Williams from uh, Utah is it Utah Valley, is the name of the school? One of the Utah schools. One of the Utah schools <laughs> to help out inside with uh, with Olivia and I think she'll back we her up. We enticed her with
2: caffeine. We did. We should, <laughs> she'll
0: back her up at that spot. Um I mean, we also brought in who's uh, it, Christen Christen Carr from Syracuse because we always have to take at least one player from Syracuse every single season. Thank you, Syracuse. We love you. Uh, you, you keep you're the gift that keeps giving. We'll we send love you. you there. A Christmas card. And then uh, you know we returned a decent amount from last year's Final Four team, namely, I mean, Liz Dixon, Olivia Cochran, uh, Marika's back. Love, she's my favorite player on the team. Uh, and of course, HVL and Mikasa, like players that have been around for a long time. I expect Peyton Verholst, a former McDonald's All-American. She won the three-point shooting contest at Louisville Live. She should take a gigantic step forward this season. If they want to play, you know, if they wanted to go 10 deep, they could. I think Walsh will keep a smaller bench just because that's kind of his coaching style. And you'll probably see a couple of uh, of these ladies transfer again. It's happened the last couple of years just because they've been so loaded. They've lost McDonald's All-Americans in the past because they don't have playing time to go around. And uh, that's just kind of the way it is here. But it all gets started tonight. Again, 5 o'clock tip-off. We'll be uh, updating you when th- that game starts against Cincinnati on the ACC network. If you're wondering uh, what they've got ahead, they're going to play IUPUI at home on Thursday night at 7. And then on Sunday, they will play at Belmont at 5 o'clock. That'll be an ESPN Plus game. And then they get started the week after that with the um, they play Gonzaga in the Battle for Atlantis, which is a loaded field.
2: And it's going to be a fun week for all of us. Know we had so much going on last week, and we still do as well. This is, this, is, you know, this, is our, this is our prime time of the season for sports radio, especially local. But we didn't get a chance to talk about it. I did love Jeff Walls' comments when, when when asked about the, you know, why haven't you won it yeah. all yet? And he's like, listen, I, 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 I don't care if you want to ask me because that means we're doing good. If you If people's expectations are why haven't you won it, it's a lot better than, you know, we want you fired. I mean, I, I also like him being like, I, like he, I love the way he handled it.
0: And sarcastically being like, you know, like, it's not like I'm saying, hey, go out there and lose yeah. these games when we get to the final four. Like, I don't know why people think that like we just like, hey, don't try as hard. Now that we've gotten here, he's like, it's like, of course, like, I want to win it more than anybody does. I, I want to win the damn thing. It's still my goal. We just haven't gotten there, and also like it's.
2: Was the stat we're one of only what four teams we've been that's been like five Final Fours in the last like ten years or something like that. And when
0: we've gotten there, and we've lost almost every single time. I guess the one exception would be the Mississippi State team where we got
2: screwed. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one we actually won, but got they totally stole from us.
0: Every other time we've been like decided underdogs against heavy one seed favorites. I mean, even last year, I know we were a one seed ourselves. But South Carolina in that game, I think, went off as like a like an 11-point favorite they or were. something. yeah.
2: there was a double digits because I bet us.
0: And then, you know, we're playing UConn at the peak of their heyday when they're beating everybody by 30 in national title uh, games. And, you know, the, the one year, the one that got away was that Mississippi State game because if they'd won, they would have played another Notre Dame team that they'd already beaten three times or twice that year by healthy
2: margins the first time and then the second time still decidedly we the lost ACC this, tournament game. We lost to UConn twice. We lost to Stanford. We didn't technically lose Mississippi State. The ref stole it from us, so but we were eliminated by the officials in Mississippi versus Mississippi State. Who was the who was the fifty I'm forgetting that we South lost. Carolina last year. I said South Carolina. Mem- UConn Yukon twice. South Carolina. I think it's uh, they said Sanford. said Stanford. Oh, did I say Stanford? Yeah. Was that the one that I subconsciously said that yeah. one without realizing? Oh was Stanford was the other one? Yeah. Okay. Uh I mean they're it's coming. Stanford one of the – and the Stanford Notre Dame are the other two – like, two of the teams that have been there five times that uh, long with us.
0: It's, it's coming at some point. Like, I, I think that as long as they continue to recruit like this, as long as they continue to, you know, react to Jeff Walls' teachings the way that they have been, like, the game is equaling out. You're seeing less and less of these just dominant teams that are so over-the-top favorites – I think that eventually U of is going to be, be they'll, that they'll team? get that title. Yeah, be I mean, that, either be that team or win a national title uh, in a year like the Mississippi State Notre Dame year, where you've got five or six teams that can all theoretically win it.
2: I and mean, we've we moved up in that area so. for sure.
0: Uh, Texas, says, my coach, stat does not want you picking them to beat UK will be much sweeter when it happens. Well, so I mean, I, I again, like I'm not. I'm not rooting for I picked UK to beat us last year. I wasn't rooting for it to happen. I was <laughs> I was still pretty pissed off when we got our asses handed to us. You were rooting for it. Yeah, you, you got to pick us to win every game. Uh I mean and,
2: we we picked us to win this week finally and we actually won. And we won. See, no curse there. What was I think we were no I guess we were both similar on our score but we we didn't give I think we both gave James Madison too much respect on, on I said 30 to 20. I said, like, I think I said, didn't I say 34-24, something like that? 28-21 or something like that? By the way, you don't
0: want to talk about the pick segment. I did I do that bad? You, we had, again, we had three games differed. I won all three this week. Who did I, who did we miss on the differ? Uh, I went eight and two this week. You went
2: five and five. I know, I know, I know, I, I know I got, like. You missed, I I took Kansas over Oklahoma State. Saturday was not a good week for Trevor's gambling. I'll give you that. Uh, I took,
0: I took Texas over K-State, and then I took Georgia over Tennessee. Yeah,
2: Tennessee. Tennessee uh, we both
0: lost Bama, LSU, and Clemson, Notre Dame.
2: Tennessee almost. I thought I was going to get a backdoor from Tennessee, but it turned out all I did was get backdoored all day. Easy. Uh, <laughs> all right, we've we, we got to go to break. We've talked over the top of the hour here. I hate the Big 12. We'll Kansas take a State, break. Oklahoma State. Oh, all okay.
0: Okay. It. Okay. We'll, t- we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll hear from you more on the Thornton Sax line at 502 414 1450 and shift our conversation to hoops a little bit. It's the Mike Rutherford show in 1450, The Big X. Theme today? I, I hesitate to even ask.
2: Actually, is a theme. Okay. We had we in the Liberty Bowl to start. Well, that was that, that was, was uh, impromptu. Th- th- you know what? That that was not part of the technical theme, but it actually works well into it. Okay. Are these? I'm just saying it's like not songs that were popular during our last four game winning streak. It hadn't <laughs> been quite that long. <laughs> well. No, this is how we feel as a fan base. It's like, it was four-game win streak. We feel like we're a virgin being touched <laughs> off for the very first time It again. does kind of feel. I mean, six years is a long time. And, you know, the last song was called Bad Reputation. That was Brian Brown. Okay. I, I, got him, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, you'll never get this.
0: Okay, we'll I'll keep. We have three more songs. We'll keep. We'll, we'll okay. keep it out there. Maybe somebody in the text line will help us out at 502-414-1450. Quick update to the uh, Rutherford Show. Question of the day. <laughs> Again, I, I love that I do question of the day. I literally, well, technically,
2: it is the question of the day. It
0: is, but I do it once every three months. The implication is that I do this every
2: single day, which
0: never happens.
2: Uh, that would be the question of of day. Of today and not tomorrow or yet or yesterday, sure.
0: uh, I asked how many gay How do you think Louisville football finishes this season? Three and zero, two and one, one and two, or zero and three? We have uh, over four hundred and fifty votes right now. One and two is the leader, forty six point four percent of the vote, which is both what Trevor and I said we were leaning towards. Two and one is second at thirty nine point four. And then three and zero is actually moved up to third at seven point two percent of the vote. Zero and three getting seven percent of the vote. So thanks. I voted for
2: three zero on the Twitter feed. Just, just for, you're trying to skew it.
0: Skew you're it. the reason why now three and zero is leading zero and
2: three. That that, that whole vote. Just your vote
0: matters. Remember that,
2: that tomorrow, TK. Just well. Why, why tomorrow? Tomorrow's do, election day. You did another vote of, the day, vote of the day tomorrow? The vote of the day will be everyone's vote of the day for the midterm. So election. after tomorrow, I'll, I'll stop getting text messages to my phone asking me to vote for somebody. The texts are ridiculous.
0: I'm starting to respond to people by being like, I was going to vote for her, but now I'm not
2: because uh, it's aggravating. Me, it's, it's annoying me. Yeah. I got something for like this school district just a second ago. I'm like, why do I give a bleep? It's very obnoxious. I don't have any kids in your school district. We love. All the U of L sports here on the Mike Rutherford show. So we want to give a shout out
0: real quickly. Uh, Louisville Field Hockey had a great season. Ended a little bit rough. They kind of they slid towards the end of the year. Had a tough loss to Virginia in the ACC tournament. They were very much on the NCAA tournament bubble yesterday. They get in one of the last teams to make the field. They will play Penn State on Friday at 2:30 in the uh, the field hockey tournament opener. Uh, only 18 teams make the the NCAA field hockey tournament. So really? it's a it's a tough. Field to get into if you don't so. win your conference, but the Cards go and dance dancing again. Hopefully, they can make some noise. Uh They would play Michigan, probably if they won. Who I think is the number four overall seed in the tournament. So, how many schools have field hockey
2: teams in Division One though, Too couldn't say off top of my head more uh, than eighteen. Oh yeah, <laughs> but not as many as probably like college basketball. They don't really take. Oh no, yeah. no, no, not not even close. I like think we're taking sixty-four of three hundred teams. You know, I think they're probably eighty or so teams. I would Still, guess. I mean, the math—if yeah. you do the math—I'm sure it comes around. Soon. Yeah. Uh, we also have again
0: basketball going right now. Opening day for the men's uh, on the men's side and the women's side. Uh, every top twenty-five team on the men's side is in action. Uh, the women, you've got Louisville taking on Cincinnati at five o'clock. That's the only game we care about. Boost Cincinnati. Boost Cincinnati.
2: Are they just still typically the Bearcats for their ladies team? or Are they the Lady Cats? No, they're the Bearcats. Okay. They're Very not... few schools do the, the the different name for the ladies. I didn't know. I didn't say. know if Bearcats had it was gender gender neutral or not. They sure. can be both. Okay.
0: The only men's game going on right now, by the way, James Madison taking on Valley Forge. The Dukes. It's going much better for them than it went on Saturday. They lead 18 to three at the first TV time. Valley Forge. Valley Forge. <laughs> there was a pharmaceutical. This
2: is, like, this is like, a, like a Civil War tutorial. There was a there, there was a pharmaceutical
0: <laughs> school, pharmaceutical school taking on Southeast Missouri State earlier today. The Saint Louis College of Pharmacy, who I retweeted the tweet. They're. Logo is hilarious. It's like a demon cooking up something in like a like Like a little beaker.
2: Walter White doing (laughs) math.
0: It's unreal. Uh, That was fantastic. The women's team is taking on uh, the 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 Semo women's team. It was close in the fourth quarter, but uh, I believe Semo pulled out the victory there. But what's the
2: name of the bad monkey in Planet of the Apes? You every time you say you say the same thing. Yeah, wasn't it Semo's? We looked it up.
0: It was different, a little bit different, but yeah. The last time we talked about Southeast Missouri State. You made oh, the exact same reference. <laughs> yes, but the College of Pharmacy, check out that logo. It's fantastic. Uh, Thornton text line, 502 We did not do a good job of getting to your text there, so we will try to do more coming up in this segment. Texture Cry, says, keyword. Hey, Rutherford, any of these top 25 teams playing tonight An absolute lock to cover their spread? Not that I'm a gambling degenerate, but could use some advice, and I blame everybody else if I lose. Uh, opening night is a... is a, Sounds like a good gambler to me. <laughs> opening night is a tough night to to gamble. Yeah. Um." I mean, well, who does UK? UK plays Howard, but they might not have. She Wei tonight. I don't, I don't know. I UK, oh,
2: UK? Yeah, UK does play tonight, don't they?
0: Yeah, every like I said, every top twenty-five team has a game tonight. Um, I oh, would, yeah, s- I stay away from opening night. I don't know. I mean, it's just. I like UTEP to cover against Texas. How's that? that that's what I would. go If about. you're
2: gonna take any games tonight, go with the ones you feel most confident on large spreads. That's right. UTEP is a twenty-two and a half point dog against Texas. Uh, I'll take the miners to cover that spread. That's my one. Prediction. Well, no, I would look at the games I'm most confident that the 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 you're gonna win the big spread.
0: Also, I mean Virginia, and North Carolina Central, 24 point spread. I know Virginia's supposed to be better. They still aren't going to score a whole lot. And um, NC Central is one of the better, like low major teams. Uh, Lavelle Moton is a fantastic coach. They're always very like dominate that conference. That'd be one that I would also look at. So there you go. Two, two uh two, two tips there. Texas says can Trevor join Mike's family for a portrait in his Latrell roll jersey? <laughs> Trevor has had too much mellow yellow to have a child. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to just get you in one of these pictures.
2: Yeah, just, I feel like I need to be like in there, like in the background, like George Costanza in the in the beach picture where the, where he's trying to get the, uh, Kruger's beach fam family portrait. And I'm in the background looking just pissed off in the like over my shoulder at you. We took a that that needs to be me in the picture.
0: We took a photo on Halloween. we were trying to get like a family photo, and uh, our, our niece Audrey like, she's, like the, she like jumped in and was like ta-da, like you know, with both arms out, like right yeah. in front, and got in the picture. I kind of wanted to recreate that picture with you doing the ta-da, like that would be great. <laughs> just hopping right in there.
2: We did like a little mini commercial for KRC, a little video we put on like social media back in the day, and it's just Nick and TJ, and they're like. Join me, Nick, and me, TJ, and I just run in from the outside studio at the last minute. And go and
1: Trevor. That
2: sounds about right. <laughs> it took like four or five takes for us to get it right. Just because you laughed or because you screwed up. <laughs> I would. I think once I tripped on my, I think like started tripping. On my, <laughs> another one. I think the other others they <laughs> just use that. The other ones, I think they just yeah, they they just couldn't keep a straight face. Because <laughs> the whole time they're talking, I'm just doing like like <laughs> facial expressions.
0: Texas says, "Was anyone else confused as to why they announced the Clemson Notre Dame final score over the PA at our game? Were we supposed to be excited about that?" I'm with Mike that I wanted U of L to be the ones to knock off Clemson. I didn't realize they did that, but that is kind of a. I mean,
2: do they not do other ACC scores during, over the PA? I don't remember.
0: usually the only time they'll announce scores over the PA is when they're trying to like elicit a positive reaction from the crowd. Like they'll like I was at the game where they announced the UK losing to Gardner Webb in basketball, or maybe it was VMI. It was one of those two where they would like they'd announce it. And like the place went nuts. They will also do it like you know if, let's say Louisville needed somebody to to knock off somebody in order to, for them to win the Atlantic Division, they would like read that score over because you can see everyone's got phones. They've got the scroll going to yeah. This is, yeah this is, so they're only doing it to elicit a reaction. Which I'm I, I get that we don't like Clemson, but if we're if it's this late in the season. I just assume them be undefeated so we can be the ones that ruin their dream season. Like, I would have preferred them to win that game. When
2: I mean, they fell out of, they're, they're not even in top 10 right now. They yeah, made they, they dropped like, 12, like 11. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Over 12. Yeah. I would have rather them have been in the top 10. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I will take some satisfaction in, in snapping their little win streak that they love to brag about. Maybe we can go stick a, you know, a knife in the tire of the bus so they can't circle it around for no pointless reason before they come in. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm talking like, like, <laughs> like rebels out a cause type one of those knives you get like from the, like greaser days and stick it into the tire. Sure,
0: <laughs> Texas cards are fourth in interceptions in the country and second in sacks. Maybe JMU was worried that we'd pick them off and tee off on
2: their quarterback.
0: I mean, maybe, but they didn't. They didn't even try. Like it was. I clear- mean,
2: technically, we did tee off on them. Their best offensive play was our targeting call in the first yeah. quarter. It was, that was a good call. I mean, it was he targeted.
0: It was pretty clear that we like weren't going to let them just run it down our throats. In the second half, like when we got up by a couple scores, at that point, if you're James Madison, you've got to at least try, right, to throw the ball to keep us honest because we're selling out for the run. We're like, we're like, you know, what worked for you guys in the first half, it ain't working in the second half. Centeno's gonna have to, to take some shots downfield if you want to win this game, and they were like, nope. So I, I didn't. It was like they, they, it, maybe they just wanted to keep him healthy. Maybe they wanted, you know, long term aspirations. They want to – they take the Sun Belt games more. Seriously, that's than what the I was going to say. Us. I mean, they, I don't
2: know. they still got Coastal Carolina, which is their probably biggest game of their other well, maybe their season, because I think. I think the Sun Belt will be on the line for that, and they got somebody else. Next they can't time. even play in the Sun Belt championship game. Yeah, and that's the other thing, though. I was going to say is that they are not even eligible to do all this. so I don't even know why.
0: I would have sold out to win, try to win this game. Like, this, I want to say their the next, chance to make the biggest splash. I say that their you next can. two games are
2: huge Sun Belt games. It yeah, doesn't I really
0: matter. Like, if I were them, I'm selling out to try to win this game. You have a national TV audience on ESPN. You, yeah, you would make more of a splash by winning this one than you would even if you won the Sun Belt without having a chance to play in the in the conference championship game. Uh, I was, I was. It just surprised me that they didn't take more chances. They just kind of. Once we got up by two scores, it seemed like they were happy just getting back to the locker room.
2: Yeah, Coastal Carolina is just one game. Yeah, they've got Old Dominion. Now Old Dominion sucks, but they got Georgia State, who's right there. They're playing the, – the two of their next three games are against the teams that are right ahead of them and right behind them in their own division.
0: I still find it hard to believe that Santeo wasn't, like, dinged up a little bit because it makes no sense to throw him so much less than you have in every other game this season – Especially when the game was competitive at the time, when they still were going with third and ten, just straight draws. I just, it didn't make any sense. It almost
2: baffled me when I saw his stat was fifteen pass attempts because I didn't, even, I would have guessed it was like six. Well, they came out, they tried early I on like, to be a little yeah. bit more,
0: like, like, like mixed between run and pass, and then they just went straight run. Maybe the, I mean
2: the, the targeting hit. Or, or then that first drive was like they were like, you know, never mind, we're not going to put him out there. Yeah, maybe I don't know. It was a little it, bad for that kid too because he knew he did. He, you could tell. Ben was, Perry. Yeah, he. he and he's been really good recently. He, he knew that was his his own mistake. He he also he plays
0: with more emotion than just about anybody on that defense. Like he is always animated, and you could tell. Like he, I mean, for it to be the third play of the game for him to be out. Like he plays with a lot of emotion, and he was devastated. And then Marvin Dallas, who's his backup at that uh, the, the car position, comes in and gets hurt on the special teams play like like two series later so we were really you know Nicario Harper Harper who transferred in the middle of the season could have gotten some run on Saturday if he'd stuck around but it was it was a little bit of a scary moment cuz Ben Perry's been very very good recently and yeah. would have liked to see him out there I mean remember he was our biggest recruit from that class 2 years ago he was uh, played a little bit last year and now he's he's getting some run as a shirt freshman Texas, we got two of three on the next uh, two of the next three on the road. Satterfield has struggled big time during away games. What are his big road game wins? Does he have any at Wake? Seem more like a homecoming for him. That's the big one. The you know, beating a well, ranked mean, Wake Forest team on the road is the biggest road win we've had under Satterfield for sure.
2: I mean, yes, big road win game for Satterfield, home or away, it's just always going to be Wake. Yeah, Wake's the answer to everything so far. Like, what, what's what's the best gift he ever gave his wife on an anniversary? Wake Forest. The I mean he the road stats have been bad under Statterfield
0: for sure they've gotten a little bit better I mean the second biggest road win that he's had has probably been I mean UCF this year because UCF now is is top twenty five team and uh, they had that they had their own lengthy home winning streak before we knocked deflated them all deflated the bounce house deflated the bounce house knocked them down like that would be that's the obvious answer right there but um, I mean and then third might be at Virginia this year so <laughs> <laughs> may have saved his job. That is, is possible. Text says Trevor is a perfect uh, amalgam of the dude and Walter. He is high and aloof like the dude and constantly comparing unrelated things to his life. <laughs> but instead of Vietnam, it's his 70 short lived jobs across Louisville. In essence, you are wrong and an a hole, Walter.
2: Can I somehow mix Bashimi's character in there somewhere? No. <laughs> You're not Donnie at all. <laughs> You're out of your element, Donnie. <laughs> you want a toe? I get your toe at three o'clock with with nail polish. I like that. I, I, I. You're comparing me to two of the most lovable characters in movie history. I accept it.
0: There's this watching Scotts D practice. It's called BTS in the industry, isn't it? <laughs> the band,
1: <laughs> the Korean pop group. <laughs>
0: Texas, the last game probably would have had a better crowd if the forecast would have been better. The weather ended up being fine, but I think it kept some away. I think people are getting on board now. If we keep winning, then it will get better. Yeah, the weather definitely, I mean, they were acting like it was going to be a monsoon. And the skies were super weird that whole night. It led to some great pictures right before kickoff. But it did look like like all hell was going to be unleashed on Cardinal Stadium. It rained a little bit, but it didn't rain nearly as much as they were predicting. It probably did keep
2: maybe a couple thousand people away. Um, I just liked watching the game and watching it start to port the game. I'm like, huh? Like three or four minutes later, I just start hearing it, 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 my the awning outside my window. Yeah, it didn't last like, long. Here it comes. Now. But it was bad no. there for a second. Um, but the the crazy
0: sky pictures before the game were pretty unreal. I think that the textures right. Like we've had a couple of texts about attendance already that I've kind of glossed over just because I don't want to repeat the same conversations that we had last week. Like my stance is kind of I think it can get better. If you win at a high level, that goes should go without saying. I still don't think it's ever going to get back to the like pre-COVID pre, you know, just like wait, the
2: 2010. Type I mean, level I wouldn't say ne- I really. I, I don't think so. I, I don't want to say never to that, but I can tell you right now, regardless of if, it, if it would or wouldn't, it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, if you start wanting to bring in pre-COVID crowds and actually legit, legit, you know, debate whether you're covering more than two stripes or not. It's it's going to take more than even just a four game winning streak inside of a season to do, to do that with the with well the the, the week to week basis conversation is
0: more about basketball than it is about football because Louisville football has never been a product that has you know you know didn't matter who you were playing you were going to get close to a salad every single year every single week that was that's never been Louisville football Louisville no. football has been a you know we sell out for big time games and the baseline. Is a little bit better than it has been in recent years, but With not the record, that's that much the majority better. Of right, program. but basketball is the opposite. Basketball, when I was growing up, I mean, you were going to get a, a sellout or damn near it every single game, yeah. whether it was Duke, Kentucky, or Ohio. Like Freedom Hall was going to be packed, and then the early years, the KFC Center was pretty much the same thing, and that has not been the case in recent years. And I don't think that basketball is going to get back there, just because it's not, it's not the way the world's working right now. So you get to go
2: see a lot of basketball games growing up? Because it's hard to get tickets.
0: It was, and football, I think you can get. Football's always going to be a big football event. Football
2: was, was always easy to get tickets for
0: football. But... It has been. I think there was a period there where when Petrino had it rolling, and then certainly when Charlie Strong had it rolling and then Petrino came back, where week to week you were getting about 50K every single week. And for big games, it was you you were selling out. And that's very clearly not been the case with Satterfield. It was very clearly not the case at the end of the Petrino tenure. And I don't know if you can get that back. I agree with you. it's It's not going to be overnight. It will take... It will take a couple of years of sustained success for yes. people to, to fully buy back in. But hey, we've got some big games on the schedule coming up in, re, in years ahead. Some I'm thinking, very good I'm thinking, opportunities. I'm to sell Clarkson that maybe
2: out. in sophomore, junior season, Clarkson and Owens Company. We'll see. Start maybe selling some, some <clears throat> places, of top 25 that year.
0: By the way, DeAndre Moore spent last weekend at uh, Georgia for the Georgia UT game. Not exactly the weekend that you'd like to see one of your prize recruits I'll spending be, in I'll Athens. Oh, I hope noticed
2: that they hardly sued the wide receiver. They they don't they don't like passing. They don't. You're they gonna play they, Stetson they, Bennett. Unless you unless you want to go out there and block, don't cut don't go to there. I mean, the only people catching balls are tight ends and running backs. Who is it? Didn't Jordan Watkins say that about UK one year before he came to Louisville? Yeah,
0: got everybody fired up, and then he transferred.
2: That up. was the thing. I I want to. I'm going to college, not the the block, but to... Don't want to catch passes. And to catch passes, yeah. Now it didn't just work out because Wondell had that breakout year. Yeah, but, but you know he's not catching that many. But times. he was basically referring to the guy from Mail, who I don't. I mean, whatever happened to Isaiah Cummings? Is he is he injured? I don't even. Did he leave know. UK. Also, whatever happened to Wakefield from Mail that went to Louisville? Is he still on the roster? <laughs> no, I didn't think so. I mean, he played here for four years. That been that long, has it? Yeah. Has he ever been four? He he was here for four years and left already. Yeah, he's gone. I, didn't, I mean, he doesn't mean. By the way, he could be four years ago. He'd still be a junior. Like, I mean <laughs> still me could a be a junior. <laughs> uh, he yeah, he left. He, he transferred somewhere. After. Okay, so he didn't stay four years. No,
0: but he's done playing college football. Oh, okay, yeah, because he, he he was like class of like twenty seventeen.
2: Was he that long ago? It's been a while.
0: Oh crap! He I think he went to West Virginia. Okay, good for him. I don't. I have no idea what he did there. Actually, let me look. Over that. I
2: mean, right. he was a Cedarville recruit. I thought though. Well, I Was see the end of, I guess he was in the Katrina recruit. I think it was an end of Petrino recruit. Cummings is still Kentucky, right? I I I, I don't, you don't know. know.
0: I, I, mean, don't, I don't. I, I think I don't think so anymore.
2: I, I could not tell you. Because that was when I wanted Louisville to get, and we couldn't get him, and they moved him to tight end. I remember that. Yeah, he's a he's a junior tight end. I don't
0: think he's doing anything. Yeah, he changed his number from eighty four to eight. There you go. Should have come to Louisville. That's your Isaiah Cummings update. Hey, probably hurt. I'm sure we'll find out <laughs> the text line in two seconds. Uh, he has no
2: stats, so yeah. Go. Chose poorly, could have come here, but it would, been, it would have been doing a lot better.
0: Texas, the players are clearly bought in. We aren't going to bring in a new coach and skip the transition period with them. Firing set probably isn't uh, the move, even if we lose out, barring some very embarrassing performance. Who are we going to hire? I mean, it's the same. I mean, I don't know. Same question that we had three weeks ago when we were not playing well. Who are we going to hire? We don't know. Um, but I, I think at this point, I'll be, I'll be very surprised if Satterfield doesn't if he's not your head coach next year, unless he doesn't want to be.
2: I was going to say, where are at this point now if we do win out and we and you've got the majority of the fan base like going creed with open arms for, for Satterfield. Is there any worry in your back of your mind, though, that like now it's not like we've done it, we've hit that accomplishment? The fan base wants you back, but he's done enough now to where he's going somewhere else? I guess, but
0: I mean, that's... That's every coach. I mean, that's, yeah. It, it won't be Brom. I, that would have been, that would have been driven. By the way, the, the Jeff Brom talk is is losing. It's luster by week. They are, they're not looking great. Uh, it was a,
2: is a good week for Scott Satterfield and multiple. That runs. wasn't Jeff's fault. The train broke down in the middle of the field and never really, never, never regrouped
0: from that. Yeah. 24 to three to Iowa is not a, did, not, not covering yourself in glory. Did man. you see that being? the I of did. Year. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, Texture says,
0: you may have already covered this, but what. But was Louisville off the field with – why was Louisville off the field without post-game handshakes? Uh, Satterfield did talk about it after the game. He said because of the chippiness of the uh, of the game, they went ahead and, and just said, get, it, get out of here, which I kind of agree with. I, I was like – he's like, we have three big games coming up. We don't want anybody hurt. We don't want anybody suspended. We thought that – I mean, James Madison, there, there were definitely some cheap shots being taken. Louisville also was involved in some cheap shots. Well, the um, whole wall m- – Cunningham kind of thing was the
2: catalyst to thank you, Trevor. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I, I think that like everybody kind of knew, welcome, Mike. yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, everybody kind of knew that there was a, some unsettled feelings there, and Satterfield just said, let's, let's not risk it, get off the field.
2: I appreciate you thanking me, by the way. Yeah,
0: dynamite drop it. Like
2: it's, it's the, it's the guy who waved when I let him in earlier today, it made me feel good.
0: Texture says, uh, <laughs> There is no way Louisville beat Clemson at football this year, and they will never beat Kentucky. Well, they've angry beat, guy. Oh, it's Boise guy. Oh, it's Boise guy. I mean, never beat Kentucky. We've we've beaten Kentucky. You're already making a a, a statement that's not factual. We've beaten Kentucky many times.
2: What's Boise guy doing right now?
0: I don't know, but he he let us know that the ACC is the weakest Power 5 conference. The ACC is only one team, Clemson.
2: I mean... I love how the guy who's not even in a Power 5 conference is talking trash about us being in the weakest Power 5 conference. Didn't Boise, didn't they, who'd they even, play? nobody even knows what Boise's doing these days. They're 6-3, and three, the same record as we are. Did they lose this weekend? They uh, they did, they got beat by BYU. Oh, they lost to BYU. Uh-oh.
0: Boise guy's just mad. You'll never beat BYU, Boise guy.
2: They lost to their only, uh, only, not, only Power 5 conference game they lost. They lost at Oregon State 34-17.
0: Uh, Brett Murphy also has Louisville playing State in the Sun Bowl, his latest bowl projections. I, Sun Bowl would be fun. I'm fine with that. I know we, we wouldn't travel to it, but we're probably not going to travel big to a bowl
2: game this year anyway. Sun Bowl's in Tempe, right? Uh, El Paso, right? Oh, is is that where it is? I think so. I'm, I, I don't know why. I was thinking it was in Arizona for some reason. Let me look, I forget. It's out west. I know that. El Paso,
0: yeah. Okay. Um, Texter says, Man, and pass. we'll take ahead. a break after this. Uh, I think we'll go 1-2, and two, handled by Clemson, beat NC State, close loss to Kentucky. Then the Kagan Nails get shipped up to Boston, and Malik Cunningham rides off into the sunset with a win at the Wasabi Fenway Bowl and an MVP <laughs> award. Is it really the
2: Wasabi Bowl, by the way? It is. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know why we have to do this. I would lo- that would be nice to be since in a bowl game. Do you want to risk it, though? And I'm not like you. I'm, I'm willing to risk it. I want to play. I, I want them back on the schedule. But the here. thing is,
0: if it's not an annual rivalry game, they would not play for the keg of nails. Ooh, that's a good question. Would it? Should they though? They, you can ask that because with the with rivalry games, it doesn't count. The postseason doesn't count for the, the traveling trophies. Like for instance, when we when we play Vanderbilt in the NCAA baseball tournament, the barrel, barrel is not on the line. Like whoever won it. Like we, there've been times where we've won the regular season and lost to them in the tournament, and we keep the barrel. It's a, it's kind of a silly deal, but
2: no, and, and and I get that if we there was an annual game, but the fact that we don't have an annual game with them anymore, I could see that where that would make up the, like like if Cincinnati brings it up, do we kind of have to do it though? I mean, because if we don't, we kind of look like chickens. No, we just keep we keep the keg. It's our keg. <laughs> you don't get to have it. Suck it. I just, uh, I, I, I'm willing to put it on the line. Um, I'm not. Then again, I don't know, I like to think that if we went out 9-3, and three, wouldn't we go to a better bowl than the Sun Bowl or not? Probably not. I mean, Sun Bowl is, is Tier 1 for the ACC. So, is it? Yeah. Um, that says a lot about the ACC.
0: Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, I do want to answer this text about the, the, the Malik review, the Greensboro thing coming in, because I do think there's a, a broader conversation to be had uh, after that. Also, more text, and we'll get a little, little bit into the hoops uh, tonight. There's a, a couple of notes from Kenny, over the weekend on Kenny Payne's first team. We can start turning our focus to Bellarmine for Wednesday night. And, of course, Cincinnati, UofL women taking on the, the Bearcats at 5 o'clock. They will not play for the cake of nails in that one, but you can still watch it on the ACC Network. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. continues next here on The Big X. Alright, welcome back in. Monday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show, reacting to all the big news of the weekend. I'm also looking ahead to what's going on this week.
2: What else happened over the weekend other than let me
0: lower hold one? Hold on, hold on. Trevor, are you familiar with a website called WrestlingWorld.com?
2: Actually, no. Okay.
0: Wrestlingworld.com, they cover professional wrestling. not just a clever name. Oh, they me. They did a study that determined that Kentucky is the second most pro-wrestling obsessed state in the country. Would you care to venture a guess as to who was number one? Mm,
2: Tennessee, New York, or South Carolina? Incorrect. No, those three?
0: No. Uh, Tennessee is number seven. South Carolina was number nine.
2: South Carolina has pro wrestling in their sports section of their local newspaper in some cities.
0: Number nine. Um, this is based on Google Trends and who searches, I guess, which state searches the most about pro wrestling on their trends.
2: I mean, Chicago's a huge wrestling town, but I wouldn't say Illinois may be on there. Illinois not in the top ten. Yeah, Florida's a big wrestling state. Not up there. Uh, California's big, especially in the Southern California. Not up there. Um, I don't know who. I mean, Kentucky would have been. I, I mean, should be in the top five as well. But they're number two. Who's number one then? I thought it was the whole thing. I just said Kentucky's number two. Who do you think is number one? Well, I'm just in their name and states. I'm, I the mean, correct answer. I don't know if they have I, – I think their answer is wrong because I've named the majority of the most popular states. West Virginia is that's, the most wrestling-obsessed
0: state in America, according to the study. That's They didn't study. That's just them being stereotype of rednecks. Well, they, it's, it's all ba- it's all based on analytics. Uh, it's yeah. Google searches, Google trends. I guess how many people are Guesses. paying attention to this. Uh, TV ratings. Uh, West Virginia – by a wide, wide margin, their total score in this was 837. Kentucky was second at 680. Rhode Island, the third most wrestling-obsessed state, and followed by Iowa, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, and then right across the bridge, Indiana,
2: rounding out the top ten. Yeah, that's a, that's got BuzzFeed list, list written all over it. WrestlingWorld.com. Yeah, that's, that's the reason why no one's heard of them. Wow. <laughs> there, you <go. laughs>
1: there you go. Yeah, that, that's be,
2: yeah. Kentucky being be top two or three, that's... A given, but Tennessee is long ahead of West Virginia, New York as well, especially in, in Southern New York. I mean, even Illinois because of the amount of sh- love that Chicago has for wrestling. I mean, yeah, West Virginia is not no. That, that they're maybe top ten. I'm surprised. Left. I would see I, I, West Virginia seems to me like to be a bigger pro wrestling state. I mean, Indiana, Evansville, because Evansville is huge. Indiana a wrestling city, so Indiana's right up there. I mean, Indiana's got multiple uh, territorial wrestling still going on. But I think
0: they're talking about more like fan, like not. They're like, just looking for people who like history. It's like yeah, they're going again, on people who just Google search. That it's doesn't obsession. mean
2: that doesn't mean you're actually a, a big. You're just, you're, the fact is that you're going search searching that much of it probably means you know less about it. But it doesn't mean you're not obsessed. True, you're, you don't
0: have to be like scholars to be like wrestling no. fans. And I don't think anybody in West Virginia is a scholar. Well, I mean, they're probably making the same jokes about us. I'm sure they are. By the way, quick update on the uh, Louisville football, the way they stand statistically after these, this last weekend. ESPN's FPI, Louisville number 23 in the country. Sagarin ratings, Louisville number 22 in the country. I always
2: believed in Sagarin. Can,
0: can we call ourselves the top 25 team?
2: I mean, aren't we? Do we get, how many votes did we receive? Uh, I think we got three this week. Well, I mean, from two different people. Uh, huh? <laughs> Shouldn't there be three different people?
0: Well, no, because if somebody has you twenty four, that counts as two. You get two points. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so
2: one person ranked as twenty four, one ranked as twenty five. that's he's okay. doing some serious math. This was this was me on Saturday night, also looking at my guide and going, "Why is the Why is Sixteen Candles listed only for thirty minutes long on the guide at one thirty in the morning? Because you started because no know, because it would. It was because the the uh, time change being moved back. Oh. It was actually an hour and 34 minutes. And it was like the guide showed only a 34-minute movie. I'm like, this is weird. It took me about 20 minutes to realize it, by the way.
0: Yeah, Louisville got three votes in the AP poll. They actually got one fewer vote. They had 10 votes in the coaches' poll last week, one fewer this week in the coaches' poll. I don't know who was just not. That- James Madison's coach. James He was like, they weren't as good as I thought they were. I'm taking him down. He
2: was he was trying to pump us up for taking James Madison to get the upset. Now now he's pissed off. He got beat.
0: By the way, the James Madison basketball team right now is up fifty six to eight on Valley Forge.
2: Man, poor Valley Forge. Largest beat down you've seen at Valley Forge (laughs) since seventeen eighty or no eighteen sixty five. <laughs> uh, the Thornton text I get is 5, 4, 4, 4, 14, 5, 4. Well, Is Valley Forge Civil War, or Revolutionary War. We don't need to talk about Valley Forge. Let's, let's, we, we have way too many texts to get. Which one was it though? Tell me.
0: Another year of Malik. Texas says, <laughs> "Spoiled sport." Please God, I'm trying to keep the show on track here <laughs> no. because people are complaining about it being all over the place today. <laughs> Texas at this point, um, I'm not reading that. Texas, I think that I think says if we go zero three, as long as none of the games are blowouts. Quarterback play is to blame more than coaching. I think fans see that now. How do you think? Because you've been hard on Malik before, like everybody started being hard on Malik. But Thank now you. I think that I do think that fans are starting to give, in a weird way, like the coaches more of a pass and the blame going more to Malik Cunningham because the defense has been so lights out in recent weeks. And it's hard for me to see if we go zero and three in these last three games. It's probably going to be in large part because of the offense. Like the offense. I know they put up 34 this past weekend. I know they had technically put up 48 against Wake Forest. That was more the defense doing against Wake, and it was more about us just kind of going back to simple football and being bigger and stronger and faster than James Madison. I think we still need to see more from the offense if we're going to win any one of these last three games.
2: I mean, you need to just be able to run the ball successfully. I know that sounds like basic and easy to say, but I mean, as hard as I've been on Malik, I feel like you know, a good college quarterback. I just... He's just not someone that's going to carry a team, and we we were trying to ask him to do that for for way too long, and he and you needed you needed a solid defense. I mean, you put Malik on a on Tennessee and or maybe not Tennessee back then because somebody didn't much they throw the ball, but you know on a better a team with a better sporting cast, he's probably considered a better quarterback because he just he, he just we were asking him to do too much. Yeah. So I mean, if we can continue to run the ball the way we are and play defense. I have no, I have no problem in, in Malik winning these last three games for us. I think we, all, I think the last two weeks have also shown us he deserves to like three weeks off too of not being told, asked to just carry so much load. I, I think we found out the last few weeks too. Tyon
0: Evans is more important than we thought he was. Like okay. Tyon is, is, he's clearly the best back. He's the most capable back. He's the back that gives us the best big play opportunity. I mean, he's the, the only one out of the the five this year that's really broken a gigantic touchdown run, and he's done it three times. So having him back and having him healthy, I think he's still a little bit dinged up according to the way that Satterfield talks about him. Making sure that he's still healthy these last three weeks is crucial if you're going to win these games. I don't know what's going on with Travion Cooley, um, but who knows what his availability is going to be like. It certainly feels like it's going to be... Mitchell's healthy, is he not? But he's just not playing? He's just not, yeah, I mean, he didn't he, he did get a carry, did he? Didn't he played on Saturday. He's just not playing much. He got, I think yeah. he got two for like one yard. Now, the, the, the play-by-play guy who misidentified, I think... He was like 30% accuracy on calling guys by their names. He identified... Three or four Jawar Jordan runs as Jalen Mitchell runs. He would have liked you yeah. have to have to thought that Jalen Mitchell had a couple of, of nice runs, but those were all Jawar Jordan. Um, but, yeah, Mitchell's not playing a whole well, lot. Well,
2: we've also talked about this. It was We talked about how like Satterfield had all these backs we going to rotate them. But we pointed out, like you look at his three previous three seasons in Louisville, he's not a guy that wants to play committee running back. I mean, he wants to be like one guy getting like three carries for one to the other guy. I mean, he wants a majority back carry. Yeah, we looked that up, and I remember it was not really. Yeah, that it, was, yeah it was. Yeah, it was. Besides the Hawkins year, you mean the two Hawkins years? Well, 2019. Yeah, they I mean when when he had the running back, he was Hawkins was carrying the ball probably four to for everyone else's one.
0: And that hasn't really been. I mean, we we haven't been like like well, Ty and Evans
2: started last. He had fewer carries than George Jordan on Saturday. We also haven't had a a, bad, a, 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 a workhorse. I, I should clear cut number one back either other than Hawkins.
0: Well, no, because we've been deep. We had I mean, we had when Javien get hurt. In 2019, we had nobody else to go with. It was basically Malik just running. Like we had our running back was severely limited at that point in time. And then when he left, we had nowhere else to go. Now we've got, I think, I feel confident saying we have five capable running backs. I think Maurice Turner can get the job done if he needs to. We've seen enough from him to know that. And that makes you feel good about not just this season, but the future. And it's been important because all five of those guys, I guess with Turner being the exception, have been dinged up at some point this year. And we've needed to have that depth. So it's it's a great thing. Texas, as absurd as it sounds, I do think Scott has opportunity for style points if we can at least keep it respectable the next three games. We just need glimmers of hope. I do think that we lose out, though, this Texas says.
2: The last four weeks have been glimmers already, haven't they?
0: If we lose out and we're competitive in all three of these games, let's say all three are like one-score games, do you think that changes anything?
2: Because one of the narratives, no, because we've been
0: there already. I mean, one of the narratives, one of the other negative narratives that's still out there is his inability to win in close games. Like, yeah, I, I mean, that would only add to
2: it. I mean, we've we've already the time of all we got, you know, shucks, we we're close, but not, you know, the moral victory times have gone, have come and gone. That, that those are over now. You've used all those get out of free jail cards last year for the most part. No, I'm not. I'm not satisfied with we got close. I mean, we've gotten close, and I'm no, I've done it enough times. Same. I was gonna make a, gonna a blue reference to to getting over to, to, to the way I feel about getting close wins. I'm done with it. I want. I'm tired of just the tip. I want. I want. I want. I want. I want the D to go all the way in. Okay. Come on, Scotts D.
0: I mean, clearly, it's better for Satterfield and everybody if they keep the games close than it is if they just get their their bleep kicked in, in all three of these games. But well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that it's going to be the fans celebrating 6 and 6 and saying well we you know we were we were so close we're being competitive I, I if you don't get any of them i think the the sentiment goes back to being overwhelmingly negative because we've like you said we've i think 15 of his games since he got here have been one score games we are i believe 4 and 11 in those games like that it's been a thing and that that would only add to that you got to win at least one. Now, if you're competitive in the other two and you win one, does that change? Yeah, for sure. I think if you're at least competitive against Kentucky and Clemson and you beat NC State, then people will say 7-5, and tough schedule, rough start, could have won a couple more, but this was progress. This was a good season. Let's get this recruiting class in here. Let's roll. If you lose all three, I think I still think he stays is my answer to what the university will do, but I think the fan base will be right back to where we've been for most of the season, which is just kind of pissed off that we don't know wh- how to feel one way or the, uh, the, other, or the other. Definitively. Um, all right, uh, I'll read the text even though it's going to derail the show. It's fine. The text says it's been an hour and a half. This was eighteen minutes ago, and not one mention of Aaron Carter. Did you see that Aaron Carter passed away over the weekend? I do. It's sad. Very sad. Were you a That's how I beat Shaq fan.
2: I honestly, I mean, I know Aaron Carter. I I, I just know him because his brother was in the Backstreet Boys or whatever. I'd, his brother's name was. Nick nailed it, and which one of them? I think it's Nick's, the big, the huge Reds fan. Or is no, that? No, you think of Nick Lachey once again? Oh crap! We've the same time. conversations on the show. I know we do. I swear, Nick, uh, Nick Lachey was in what group? In sync? No. Oh no no ninety eight degrees? Yes, the brothers. They did the Invisible Man song. Did they? All yeah, right. that song. Oh, you're right. See me isn't invisible? Why I remember that still Don't don't ask. But yeah, yeah, I, I did see that. I, I mean, I wasn't, I, I, he was hit popularity when I was in my early 20s. So he was, yeah, I knew of him, but that was the extent of it. It was sad to see that, you know, he's only 34. 34, man. Yeah. Apparently he was on like Instagram live or one of the,
0: the live things all, over the weekend, like looked very, was uh, it, was,
2: was it just a, a like it was, it went an overdose I think, was it?
0: I don't think they've said, but like everybody's responded with like, you know, Never got over his demons, like like stuff like that. Kind of like, sort of making it seem obvious that he. I know he died in the bathtub, but it was. It sounded like it was drug related. Still, better in the toilet. I guess. I, mean, I guess. Very sad, regardless. Yeah, but, way. I mean, he he was the center of the one of the classic feuds of the early 2000s between Hilary Duff and Lindsay Lohan. Who could forget? Was was that? pair?: yes. I did. I
2: didn't. Who even, could forget the Duff I, Lohan feud? I guess I can't deny forgetting it because I never knew it existed. So there's still <laughs> bad blood there. They still Hillary definitely Lindsay Lohan didn't like each other. They loved it. They both loved Aaron Carter. Really? Yeah. I mean, they were fighting over Aaron Carter. They so over Aaron, Aaron Carter was it, kind of like the uh, like the, 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 the like the trying to do like the Mark Wahlberg thing where his brother was in the popular boy band. He's gonna go, but he's not gonna join it. He's gonna do a solo thing.
0: I don't know. I think Aaron Carter was
2: trying to do whatever
0: his like parents and like weird <laughs> managers told him to do,
2: which yeah, because he went on Disney or something. I don't think so. I saw a bunch of Disney
0: tweets too. Yeah, he just launched a pop I mean, he was on like Disney shows and stuff. Like, he was a guest on Lizzie McGuire. I think that's
2: how he got like the the start of the Hillary Duff feud thing happened. Is that what the, okay, Hillary Duff was Lizzie McGuire? I would think Hillary Duff, I think, is the uh, Steve Martin movie with all the kids. I don't even know. 12 dozen, cheaper by the dozen or something. I never saw it. Yeah. I mean, it does, it it is sad as hell.
0: Like, he just had a kid too. So he, you know, the, the kid spends the rest of his life growing up without a father. Has to hear terrible things probably about his dad. It's just it, the, it, the whole cycle is disgusting. But uh, unfortunately, not that unusual when it comes to child stars. Sucks. Yep. Five hundred two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton text line. Text us, Question of the idea uh, of the day idea for Wednesday. Who do you think will be the leading scorer for Louisville basketball season? We can do that.
2: We play at nine o'clock to Wednesday, don't we? It's late. Yeah. It's one of those times I'm glad
0: I don't do morning shows anymore. Who do you think will be the least worth for the basketball this season? If you had to to guess on
2: for the, the whole season, side. yeah, on the men's side, because I mean, it could be. I feel like it
0: could be one of like four or five different guys.
2: I mean, L's has gotta be like the hands-on favorite to pick, right? I mean, I would think like so. If you are gonna, Withers... gonna do betting odds, I'd put LL's at like what two to one, maybe or something, three to one. Probably three to one. Withers would be up there. Three to one. Yeah, Withers. Yeah, it's true. Withers, right Curry. Here. I'd put Curry definitely third behind Withers and Ellis, though. Um. Kamara lands might get a little bit of love. Yeah, but I don't see him. Yeah, I, I, I honestly I, I think the line drops big, heavy. I'm I'm going with like Ellis and Withers at almost like a matching. I'm put Ellis at three to one, Withers at four to one. Uh, Curry is seven to one, and then, I by after that, probably be like fifteen or twenty to one and up. Does L. Ellis survive the season? That's that's, the, that's a giant gap in between the the to me. So I guess my answer would be LS oh, Does he survive what the whole season? Yes. Is he standing
0: by the time the season ends?
2: Yes, but he will miss at least one or two games
0: oh, at some dude. point. He's gonna get to play like forty minutes a night. He's yeah,
2: he's gonna get banged. There's gonna be games where there's gonna be, he's gonna miss a game or two at some point from being banged up. And it's probably gonna come on one of those really tight Tuesday, Sunday, uh, Saturday, Monday turnarounds we've got going on. theres any
0: update on the uh, Carter Bryant visit? All I know is what he's said. All I know is what he's posted on social media. Uh, it looked like it, like like every visit, like it went well. You rarely have a visit where a kid like afterwards like posting pictures of himself looking sad on campus and being like, Mr. cat barber?" Very well. That was <laughs> that was uh, the, the, that was cat's doing. It's very rare that you don't have the guy posting the the images that they have of him in the uniforms, looking cool and being like Louisville. But he, I, I like that. It's a classic recruit move to do the thing where it's like. Louisville? Question mark, like just trying to get fans They're like, yeah, you know the move, buddy. Like let's go. Like it's it's classic 17, 18 year old behavior and I understand it, it's fine. But uh it sounded like his visit went well. I, I was just happy that he We took were different
2: 17, 18 year olds. What? We were different seventeen, eighteen year olds. I don't think anybody
0: doubts that. <laughs> I'm just happy that we got him on campus because yeah, like we said on Friday when the news broke, when he announced that he was not coming to Louisville live. On the heels of AJ Johnson announcing that he wasn't coming to Louisville live, I think a lot of people, understandably, were like, "This is like they just don't want to come, and we're not going to get them to come here." And when Bryant said, I'm, "I'm trying to plan a visit for early November," some people sort of rolled their eyes, and he made it happen. So he was here, seemed to go well. Let's get him away from Arizona. Got him in a
2: win. Got him. In a,
0: got yeah. yeah. Enjoy the football game. I'm sure.
2: I, I mean, did Arizona win this week? I doubt it. I mean, not that I do Don't, don't trust. doubt Jetfish. I mean, I think they had a tough matchup, didn't they? Play somebody good this week? I think you. I thought we talked think them. way too highly of my knowledge of Arizona. Football. Well, I think we. Cause I thought we brought them up on the. We they didn't make the pick 'em day. But they lost to Utah badly. Yeah, they, they played somebody good. Utah against Utah. Yeah, they've
0: lost four in a row. <laughs> and it's
2: like hurt hurts. They got silly next. To they are one and five in the Pac-12 and three and six overall. But they beat Colorado. They did. And North Dakota State. So therefore, they are better than most Division II schools. They're certainly better than North Dakota State. Yes. We know that by a field goal, and if they beat Colorado, it means they're not probably last in the in, the, in their conference. Texas says, "I disagree
0: with the one text are talking about." TK TK compares everything to TV and movies. He even admitted to doing it at a funeral.
2: Did I do it at a funeral? I don't. I don't know. I don't. Probably. I just don't remember when. When, I, when did I do that at a funeral? I don't know. I've been to several funerals. I like that you don't doubt it. No, I just don't remember. I saw death in the funeral. Four weddings and a funeral, five of the same thing, if you ask me.
0: Texas, I think it's time for the Braum homers to accept that he won't be the coach here next year nope. and get back to supporting the team. I hope the crowd or lack thereof isn't the result of some people hoping for a coaching change that now seemingly isn't coming because the players deserve better.
2: For the record, you can be you can both be a bring Brahm home guy and support the team. I'm living proof of that.
0: But he's saying you're supportive of the bring Brahm home movement is keeping fans from attending games.
2: No, I mean. I'm, how's how's that me making them stupid <laughs> don't know what's the, i don't know how that so because i say you don't want br- a serious answer to that <laughs> so i say bring brom home and people are like oh well never mind i was going to go to the game but uh you have that effect I, do i really you have a lot of pull in this market oh, well i'm heading to the mall or something to the club tonight the mall <laughs> i don't know where <laughs> Where does one pick up women nowadays? You're asking the wrong question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Because normally I would say the mall, but now I'm thinking like that was maybe 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago.
0: I did ask that question to you. I was like, in your dream scenario, where do you meet your future wife? And <laughs> You didn't have an answer because you're like, I don't even know where I'd go. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, where where does one meet... Like, I, I feel like I don't need to go to a bar. I mean, if I was, I would go to... And I don't have any... Op- at my age, the only options I would have had would have been like Jim Porter's or... Or Phoenix Hill, and those are gone now. So, Summit Drinks I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, where, am I, where, where does where does where does where does me and my my members only jacket go to pick up a woman? Just download uh Tinder, or what's the uh what's the- Tinder? I mean, that that seems even
0: more creepier than going to the mall. What's the the one for celebrities? Raya, you're a celebrity. Get on, get on Raya. 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 Why is it called Raya? I have no idea. Da- <laughs> I found out about it on Southern Charm, the one reality show that I watch. One of the guys, Southern Charm, one, there of, you. one of the guys that hadn't deactivated his Raya account. I was like, "What's Raya?"
2: <laughs> Southern Charm seems like like a, like a dating site I could go on.
0: Well, that's a TV show.
2: Well, I could go on that too.
0: It's the yeah, it's, Raya is a celebrity dating app. Get on that. Date a Louisville celebrity. <laughs> <What's it? laughs> you and yeah. Diane Sawyer become a pair.
2: I'd do that. I, I could I could hook up with dinosaur. Sawyer.
0: What's the? I don't know how Raya works. I don't know if you have to like apply for it. So you
2: so you're like in, you have to give a bank statement.
0: How many followers do you have on Twitter or, or Instagram? Well, you're not on Instagram. That's not going to help your cause. Um, maybe have to show him
2: some streaming numbers. We can get you on Raya. We're going to make this happen. I keep you keep saying Raya. I keep thinking of that that, uh, that commercial. Raya. Yeah, with the squirrel paper squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> Simone Biles is on Raya. See, your mind is. I've up with Simone Biles. She probably quit halfway through it, though. But Drew Barrymore is on uh, Drew Barrymore. I don't know why I a name like that. Is on Raya. Drew Barrymore's on Raya?
0: Olivia Rodrigo. I don't know. Lizzo.
2: I know who Lizzo is
0: now. You do now. Who's the one before that? Olivia Rodrigo. Where do I know her from? She had that fan, that big driver's license song a couple years ago. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. That song sucked, but still, oh, yeah. That song's great. You know, it sure is. Texas, uh, um It's not about getting her driver's license. Come on, really? It's
0: a nice little nostalgic thing.
2: (laughs) Lena Dunham. Oh, that's a great match for you. Who's Lena Dunham? You don't want to know. (laughs) would not be a great match. This might be my future ex-wife. I need to know who she is.
0: Amy Schumer? She's married.
2: Amy Schumer's married? She's on Rye though. I couldn't hook up with Amy Schumer. She'd annoy me. Everybody would annoy you. She just wanted to be tired. I mean, her ripping off all my jokes. It would just get old. That's how she... Yeah, it does. So
0: Olivia Barrigo it is We're going after Wait Olivia a
2: Well at least she has a driver's license That's the write a plus. song about you That's, At least I have to go pick her up That's a perk She's legal now I suppose by now Who's the one after Amy Schumer That you don't want me to know about I'm intrigued I don't think I said it You said the name before Amy Schumer And I, I asked you who she was And you're like you can't know Oh Lana Dunham Yeah Lena her, Dunham. What is she from
0: she, she did that show Girls And she's just She's in a movie Girls She's cool. very controversial She annoys everybody Equally, I think, is is what Leonard Dunham does.
2: Well, I can't take that as a consideration. Everybody annoys me. Exactly. So, I mean, that that shouldn't be like a negative mark against anybody, right? Yeah.
0: Um, all right, got to go to break. When we come back, hour number three is on the way next. We'll get back yeah. into our football conversation. We'll kind of uh, touch on the stuff that we talked about at the beginning of the show, and then we'll get ready for tip-off here in about one minute. You can listen to it over on 970 WGTK. UFL women taking on Cincinnati as they kick off their season. We'll get play-by-play, too. Yeah, we can do a little bit of that. Basketball's back. Football's rolling. The good times are here. The show keeps going after this on 1450 The Big
1: X.
2: Don't give a damn.
0: All right, welcome in. Hour number three here, Mike Rutherford Show on a Monday. The U of women's basketball season has tipped off. Well, you wouldn't know it in the studio because I just found out that we don't get ACC network anymore, apparently.
2: I like how you left it on the TV. I've, to receive the channel, I hope it comes on. Service. I know that we
0: got it in here at some point in time. Are you
2: sure? I'm not 100 percent sure. I feel I'm like. Not it. either. That's why I'm curious. I feel <laughs> like it. Because last year we did watch like the game against was it Arizona State or something?
0: That was on ESPN two. The Arizona game. Oh, okay. Game. Was it? We lost that early in the season. But I feel uh, like we've watched ACC network games on here before, and I feel like we watched the volleyball game, didn't we? Yeah, that was on ESPN two. Uh, Regardless. The U of o women's basketball season has tipped off. You can watch it on uh, ACC Network if you have that channel as the cards take <laughs> on Cincinnati. We are. <laughs> at the KFC YUM Center, their Final Four banner from last season has been unveiled. Uh, it now hangs in the rafters up there. You can also hear the, the game on 970 WGTK, your new home for Cardinal Athletics. Quick update to, to the um, – we'll give you an update on what the, the ladies are doing for the next hour. But quick update on the Rutherford Show poll of the day. We now have over 1,000 votes. The question was three games left in the U of o football season. How do the cards finish out? Leading vote getter, it's extended the lead now. Almost half of the people voting, forty-eight point two percent, are saying one and two, which is what you and I both said is the most likely. I think that's the the safe betters' choice, right? I think so, yeah. Two and one is second with thirty-six point one percent of the vote. Three and zero is third with eight point five percent of the vote, and zero and three is fourth with seven point two percent of the vote.
2: Switch flip flop three and four, and that was the order I put them in anyway.
0: Yeah, you were, you were, uh,
2: three and no would be last
0: to me, but I just, you know, three and no would be last to me too. Uh, I hate saying that. My likelihood, I always have two and one, I, one and two is the most likely. Yeah, I'd go oh, and three is the second most likely. I hate saying that, but slightly over two and one, yeah, which I would have right. third, and then three and no at fourth.
2: You're probably, I probably, I agree with you.
0: Well, don't, don't me, me sway you.
2: No, because you're right. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I had more. I think I had two and one, maybe slightly ahead of zero oh and three. But odds are, you're more li- we're likely to go zero oh and three than we are probably two and one.
0: Valley Forge is not trending for me. It's like everybody's just trying to ruin the
2: show today. Well, you never did tell me which wart was in, which just kind of pissed me off a little bit. Valley Forge yeah it's the the revolutionary war that's what dad you, why didn't you just say that earlier you because, like, because you're right because i like, wanted to you, avoid you, having this no conversation. you went to like a little virginia like history. But you're like, like no i don't want to talk because about the entire
0: it. text line is like trevor's on one today <laughs> keep him focused he's not t- He won't talk about anything he's trying to derail the conversation so i was trying to stay focused <laughs> there you go you got your answer
2: it's the revolutionary war yes which one was pigeon forge
0: <laughs> <laughs> Valley Forge and I couldn't tell you why they say this the it's only- in Massachusetts right Valley Forge yeah it's the birthplace of the American army I don't think it's in Massachusetts
2: okay where's Valley Forge now you're making me <laughs> this is what I wanted to avoid <laughs> it's the public hour though. this is our hour <laughs> well, was- Pennsylvania Pennsylvania there you go Pennsylvania Dutch I hate you so much
1: <laughs> we started the show talking about uh, uh,
2: I gave a I literally couldn't remember which war it was. I knew it was one of them, but I'd just, just forgotten. There you go. You got your answer. Okay. Distract us for three minutes. <laughs> hey. <laughs> nah, never mind. Because it's never just that I stuff. was going to make a three-minute distraction joke, but I was going to hold off on that one. Please stop. <laughs>
0: See, because it can never just be that simple where I'm like, it was revolutionary. You're like, okay, cool, let's move on. I would have actually moved on. No, you wouldn't have. It would have been four minutes of jokes, and then everybody would have gotten annoyed, and people would have switched the channel, like they just did now.
2: I can't think of making four minutes of jokes about the revolutionary war. (laughs) You
0: just did. You're still doing it. You done? Got a lot of your system? Good to go? Can we talk about football? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <Thank you. laughs> I can't make any home problems. We started the show talking about the uh, the football game over the weekend, and, and namely just more of an overarching conversation about this four-game winning streak, about how a month ago after the BC game, nobody saw this coming. And if you did, I mean, maybe some people out there predicted a four-game winning streak. God love you if you did. I didn't hear anybody saying it. Most of the conversation was centered around us feeling like like we finally had clarity in this whole roller coaster Satterfield saga, is he the guy? Is he not the guy? Just let us know one way or the other. And we were like, hey, we got our answer. He's not the guy. This isn't going to work. And now, with a four game winning streak, I think you feel like you've got the answer in the affirmative on the opposite side, which is seems like he's the guy. He clearly has rallied the troops. You don't win four games in a row against Pitt, Wake Forest, on the road against Virginia without your starting quarterback, and James Madison. Without having the trust of your players, they could have easily folded, packed up their tents, and this could have had a 2018 type conclusion. Didn't happen that way. Now I think if you're looking to avoid what was the preseason prediction by so many people of he's still going to leave us in purgatory, he's still not going to give us a definitive answer to one way or the other. He's going to go six and six, and then you have supreme awkwardness. But that was the conversation all offseason leading up to this year was like, just don't make it awkward, Scott much of that focus was on the Syracuse game specifically but broader <laughs> Which
2: he did not accomplish <laughs> he did
0: not that was failed failed mission number 1 but more broadly speaking we wanted the season to avoid the awkward conversation either go above 500 win at least 7 games preferably 8 make it clear that you're the guy or tank and have us you know, you know let us know that we can go in a different direction and just start from scratch 6 and 6 is a disaster scenario and guess what even with this winning streak, even with a positive vibe surrounding the program, six and six is still disaster scenario, and six and six is still in play, which is why I'm saying, you know, we had the question earlier: What's it going to take for you guys to finally just wrap your arms around the staff? I, my arms, we both want Scott Satterfield to be the guy. I've said no short of seventy-five times in the show that the best thing for Louisville football is for Scott Satterfield to prove definitively that he is the guy get this recruiting class in. Don't start from scratch. Don't go through another coaching search. Have your guy, let him build this program. Have him be the one who gets you back to hopefully winning 9, 10, 11 games at some point in the next three or four years. But we need to know now. It's year four. It's time for him to prove it. And if you want me to say definitively, he's the guy. He's got to win one of these last three. I still think he has to do that. Do I think he keeps his job if he goes six and six? Yes. But the awkwardness that has been surrounding the program for the last couple of years remains in place going into the next offseason and going into this year where hopefully we can land this big time recruiting class. But that still probably is full of guys that aren't ready to, a lot of them, contribute right away as true freshmen in year one next season. To me, if, if it's going to be overwhelmingly positive, a bulk of the fan base saying that was a good year, he's the guy, I'm ready to roll, I'm ready to give him another chance, you've got to win at least one of these last three.
2: Does when you say one of these last three does is do? And maybe I know the answer to this, but I'll ask you for your personal opinion. Do do any of the three? Do, 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 do does the one game matter more depending on which one it is? I e. Does, yes. So to me, I think it's Kentucky. Is, and we've talked about this, but is it still Kentucky ahead of Clemson. I think so. I think just with the current state
0: of things. Now, obviously, if you beat Clemson, it's a big deal. They're still a top 15 team they are
2: ranked higher than U.K. Um, I mean, does it matter? have never do, beaten them. Does it matter to have something, a win against? Because Clemson would mean more nationally as well as locally. It would. And is it would, that, mean, and, and
0: would that? Well, I don't good. think it would mean more locally. That's my answer. I think beating U.K. right now, in this current snapshot, I think beating U.K. matters more for Scott Satterfield, his job approval, if you want to use that phrase, it's political season, and his job security. I think beating U.K. matters more than beating Clemson. I do. Should it matter more? No. Clemson's a better team. We've never beaten them. Death Valley's a tougher place to play than Commonwealth Stadium or Kroger Field. I'm sorry if you're a UK fan listening to this and getting mad. I mean, I don't know how you could possibly get mad about that. It's Clemson. They've won national titles in recent years. Oh, I think you're years. talking about
2: calling it the wrong field. No. <laughs> like, I'll call it Commonwealth too. Don't be that bothered. It is a
0: tougher place to play. They've won thirty nine games in a row there. They don't lose at home ever. Yeah. So yeah, like obviously that would be a more impressive victory than beating UK. But what has damned the Scott Satterfield era more than anything else have been those two U.K. games. He comes off as a kind of whiny loser to a lot of people after the U.K. game in 2019 when Louisville was seen to have a fighting chance and he's complaining about the L's down, and then they don't play in 2020 because U.K. gets scared. And then last year, you go into that season thinking U.K. seems to be on more solid footing, the, the, the more stable program right now. They're probably going to be picked to win that game at the end of the year. And then right at the end of the season, kind of like what's happening right now, L starts playing a little bit better, UK starts playing a little bit worse, so much so that L winds up being a favorite on its home field, and the fans are bought in, a lot of fans think it's going to happen, and we get our absolute asses kicked. I mean, one of the biggest ass kickings in the history of the series, a 31-point loss. It doesn't help that Satterfield spends the week leading up to the game saying, you know, I finally learned what the rivalry is all about, I'm not going to get... You know, blindsided again, and people are like, "Yeah, oh, he's he gets it now." They're going to be fired up, ready to play, and they get just just destroyed for the third straight time. The second under Satterfield's watch, those two games they resonate, and the fact that they they both end the regular season, it lasts longer. It's more of a talking point than it would be if it were game eight, nine, ten. If he were able to win that game, even if it would, if you have back to back close losses to NC State and in and, and Clemson, I think winning that UK game would counteract the negative vibes that we've built by those two losses. I think it's the most important
2: game for him right now. I'm not going to argue that.
0: Like I said, like, it's a valid I think Clemson should be the more important game because they're a better team. I think,
2: it's, I, think, I, think, I think you could argue both Clemson or Kentucky depending on your perspective. Evenly, I just think regardless, I think NC State is the distant third
0: uh, for sure. There's there's no question, about it. and that's they are the only home
2: game. Maybe you could argue that being with the crowd, but we found it today. By the way, it's going to be a three thirty kickoff on ACC Network for that game against NC State. So NC State has been kind of a thorn in our side a little bit over the years. I mean,
0: a little bit, but they're also still sort of seen as, like I said, if they win this week and they go eight and two, I feel very confident because they can't win. They don't win ten games. They don't. They have to be eight and four or nine and three at best. Seven and five usually. And so if they're 8-2 and two going into that game, I said it all season long, I'll feel very confident about Louisville's chances. If they beat BC this weekend, I'll feel good about us taking care of them. If they lose to BC this weekend, which is would be a very NC State thing to do, then I get more nervous. But winning that game. Hey, we lost to BC. Hey, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> that's what I said. It would be a very NC State thing to do. Winning that game would, be, would have an impact. It would be Louisville's second top 25 win of the season because they would be probably top 15 if they win that game they're number 17 right now in the ap poll but it just doesn't pack the same punch that beating clemson who you've been so close to beating four times but have never won and uk who's your hated rival who for the first time really since the rivalry series was renewed in 94 is not has not just been better than you in recent years but has been just destroying you like like louisville's not used to this and the fans are sick of it i'm sick of it for sure. The players have to be sick of it. If you want to tip the, 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 the balance of power in the state back towards your side, because I'm not sure that winning one game would like, get Louisville entirely back on the right side of the rivalry, but if you want to start that process, you need to win that game this year. And it would be a, it would be a large thing for the fan base and for Satterfield's job approval for them to, for him to win that game. Bigger than beating Clemson, in my eyes. I don't think it should be that way, but I think it is. Is that fair?
2: Fair enough. I think it's
0: fair, um, but at the end of the day, he has to win one. Has to win one if these good vibes are going to be going into the offseason. And then you know, honestly, the bowl game will matter a little bit to people. They will use it for or against their argument, kind of like we did last year. Nobody really cared about the Armed Forces Bowl unless you wanted to argue that Satterfield was the guy, or that Satterfield wasn't the guy. And then when he lost, like, well, we had a losing season. And then when he, if he would have won, people would have been like, he won the bowl game, two and zero in bowl games. I mean, it's just, the bowl game is. It, People will use it for wherever they want to use it.
2: It'd be nice going into the next season if you have Satterfield and you wanna be, you know, you get you're getting hated on by your Kentucky fan friends. That you can you can brag not only just about being Kentucky, but actually having a win that wasn't just against Wake Forest. Over a quality opponent. And you yeah. and, and, and Kentucky, whether well, you know, whether you find them quality or not, they're still rivals, so like that airs that a quality to that. And Clemson, whether they lost Notre Dame or not, they're gonna be a top twenty five they're gonna they're gonna finish the season in the top twenty five, probably, more than likely. So I mean yeah. the, the, you, you need it mean cuz at this point now when you, if you're defending Satterfield in ter- you're you're defending I mean, your all your only option is Wake Forest. And you have Wake Forest two years ago and you have Wake Forest this year. That's it. Yeah. And, and I mean this is a Wake Forest team And a bunch just, of close losses. Yeah, I mean it's but the, when in terms of like resume check it's just Wake Forest and He needs another one. You you need some it's it's getting lonely there for the Demon Deacons. we, we need someone until you can throw someone else out there, you can easily still just turn around and go, yeah, but, I mean, For sure. you, you, you've got the yeah but there until you can give something else.
0: I think the effect that beating Kentucky this year would have would be, and the parallels aren't exact anymore, but it would have the same type of effect that them beating us in 2016 had, where you know we were having a dream season. The dream season got wrecked by the time that we'd been, by the time we got to the yeah, UK game. Yeah, that was game. that all over, yeah. But still, like we, we still could have had a successful—if you win that game, you go to the Orange Bowl, you play Michigan, you still had a hell of a year. Lamar wins the Heisman. And instead, they, kind of, they wrecked the non-Lamar aspect of that season by winning that game. They knocked us out of the Orange Bowl. Nobody cared about our bowl game after that. It became you know, the, the whole narrative about Lamar and a bunch of dudes got more play after that than it, it probably should have. And it tipped the balance of power for the first time in the recent rivalry history back towards UK's favor if we were able to do that this year, because this was supposed to be kind of their dream season a month ago, right? They were rolling. They were top 10. They were saying it's us in Georgia for the SEC East, all that stuff. (laughs) I know it's gotten wrecked, but it also would be like you now, if you lose to us when we were supposed to be so much worse than you on your home field, after you'd had your way in the rivalry in recent years, not only did you not have a dream season, you didn't even have a season that you can call good by your own standards, which is kind of what happened to us in 2016. Because if, you, if we had gone 10-2, and two, still was a hell of a year. But by our standards at that time, losing those last two games, especially to a just okay UK team and a whatever Houston team that blew us out, we kind of were like, okay, it was a, a good year, I guess, but not a great year, not a special season, not one that we're going to remember forever outside of the Lamar aspect of it. And the same effect happens, I think, if you beat UK on their home field to end this season. I would love to see it happen. It would be a win that would resonate more than most wins over UK in my lifetime. But... We we got a couple weeks to get there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll make it happen. We'll talk about it. Uh, Five 4,,14, is The Thornton line. People keep bringing this up, and I, I do kind of agree with them. Is you keep saying the Wake Forest game only that UCF win is not resonating. It's resonating more now than it did at the time. They're top twenty-five right now in both the AP people and the College Football Playoff rankings. Winning on their home field, not one that we probably should just like
2: totally gloss over. It's cute. You're, you want to try to use DCF, but it's not. It's no, don't. I was going to, I almost was going to backtrack my own stuff and say, well, what if we beat NC State? And is that the one win? And their top 25, Trevor, can you claim? Yeah, you know, they're also, I mean, no, I, especially with their quarterback out. High
0: standards here. I'm no, I'm
2: not. I'm and taking the
0: top 25 wins. I'm we've not. only had seven of them in the what? Like, we've, well, seven top 10 wins in history. We've only had 21 top 25 wins in the history of the program. I'm not going to poo-poo any top 25.
2: Players. I'm not going to poo-poo it, but I'm not going to sit there and, and like brag about Central Florida just because they happen to be ranked now currently. And, and by the way, South Central Florida, I still don't think is that great of a team. I just think the conference is down as well. I don't act like you've watched UCF play since they played us. I watched them
0: play Cincinnati. You did? Yeah. would not they play at the same time as one of our games? I don't think so. Don't just think the other they're... night. Uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. I thought they were playing the same time as us. Uh, by the way, James Madison leads Valley Forge 95-16 to 16 with 13 minutes to go in the second half. Wow. That's a... F- basketball team. I haven't
2: seen a beating like that at Valley Forge since
0: the Revolutionary <laughs> War. 502 uh,
1: 414
2: That's why I was wanting you to tell me. It's like a finished the damn joke. Give me an hour. <laughs> Trevor
0: said last week that the Orange Bowl trumps the Fiesta Bowl when talking about Boise State, boy. Did he forget our Cards won a Fiesta Bowl, too? Beat a small school by the name of Alabama. I think it was 1991. My question for both of you is how many schools have won both the Fiesta, the Orange, and the Sugar Bowls? It can't be many.
2: Well, I would think Oklahoma may be up there. Yeah,
0: it has to have been a, well because now I, you can't keep track because like the playoff games are technically bowl games. And yeah,
2: it's it's hard to and of course the Fiesta wasn't actually a major bowl when we won it, but I mean it was a big bowl, but it wasn't like they, they didn't have the distinguisher of like BCS back then. Big bowls, the like, only two teams that even show up because we're the only ones that didn't care about MLK. MLK but it was day. still a big bowl game. I mean, yeah, and people the New be,
0: year, there were only six New Year's bowl games. It was one of them.
2: And Alabama, I think, was what, they like, six and five that year. Six and five. Yeah, I mean, was, six and four going to the. These game. are things we we I, I don't I don't I tend to bring up unless you actually know what you're talking about. Otherwise, I'm going to brag that we won the Fiesta Bowl. But the That's fact why re- I like talking. The fact people. remains,
0: and every Louisville fan has to say this: that Alabama team won the national title
2: the year later. They did, Gene Stallings. Yeah. So clearly, they were great. Yeah, they were just they were just we 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 were their wake up call. We we were their Boston College. We were.
0: <laughs> Texas says. You missed the boat this season Trevor but go to wineries that have outdoor music Hubers the start you're so money you don't even know it that's his recommendation for finding
2: a love Pick up women at Hubers I went to I went to Huber's a Hubers is uh, packed I I've, I've been to Hubers one time ever my uh, my buddy his uh, his wedding reception was there uh, I was told I was inappropriate to a nun Okay and <laughs> had a nun sitting at our table Apparently, I'd made too many perverted jokes to her. What a disaster scenario for anybody. <laughs> I mean, why would anybody sit? A, hopefully,
0: it wasn't pre planned seating. No, it was just casualty. So yeah. I, I putting didn't a nun
2: even... at your table, is just, you're asking for it at that point. <laughs> my buddy Paco was making, yeah. We, we were a little too. <laughs> it was not a good, yeah.
0: Texas, <laughs> I missed the first couple of hours. What have you heard about Malik's hand? Uh, I did mention this because we had a couple of texts early on That's in the show. I had heard that. The rumor's been out there for a couple of days that Malik hurt his hand on the play where he and the James Madison player went at it against the wall over on the sidelines. All I've heard, and I can't tell you definitively because I've heard multiple things about which hand it was, what was broken, what wasn't broken, all that stuff, if he had surgery, if he didn't have surgery. All I know beyond a shadow of a doubt is he practiced Sunday, and he said he's good to go. So I think we've got good Malik for the week. He should be good to go for Clemson on Saturday. That's all that matters, right? All right. Um. Texas, why did they fill the entire expansion section with seats? They should have put a pool or something there, bench warmer style. Well,
2: the pool they also have like Jacksonville and stuff like that in Tampa, don't they? Yeah, and we have those field level suites too, which are kind of. I mean, the field level suites purpose. are fine. Yeah, uh, they're always full. I don't think a pool would have been a good idea for Louisville. What could we have? I mean, we could have put like a little, like a little mini track. The kids could run around like horses. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Golf course, mini golf course.
2: Yeah. I mean, because I've, I've discussed this with Nick Kern. When, when I remember when he was in Durham and we were talking about, you know, hit the bull, get a free steak. We we're like, Louisville well, we'll really needs to do something like that. Like, we, we, we put like a, you know, like a KFC, like a big chicken out there, hit it, and you win, win a bucket of chicken from KFC. I mean, we should do, do stuff. I mean, we should do something like that. Yeah, we definitely need something like it at, 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 at Suckerfield. Maybe put a bottle of bourbon out there. I don't know. We can't do that, but. Hit a you know hit a horse get a free derby ticket or something i don't know but <laughs> <laughs> but like with the little with the with the with the cardinal team i i get where he's going like a, again a pool would probably weather wise not be our best selection but i mean you could do like something out like a little basketball court or something you have a little hot tub well well again i don't i think you better to have pools in like indoors in Floridas yeah but hot tub in the winter is, is always fun yeah i guess i don't know <laughs> i don't know if we need a a hot tub might not be the best idea. I like hot tubs though. Hot tubs are great. I'm surprised you don't have a hot tub. No. I, I'm I would I would expect the North to have a hot tub in the back in the backyard. Oh, we, we have far less land than I think you're giving us credit for. Right your now. house isn't that small. It's pretty. It's a small thing. I houses. know your house. I've lived in those houses. Where, we have no idea where we would even put a hot tub in our backyard. In fact, I, the house I live in Norburough, I'm pretty sure, is the exact same frame. Your house. They're is. all the same frame. Yeah. Well, there's two different kinds in that neighborhood, and there's the one you and me live in. And there's I know there's the other style too. My uncle lived in.
0: Seriously, I don't think this will happen, but it's not out of the question that Dave Dorn or Mac Brown took one of the bigger jobs available, and Satterfield winds up at one of the Carolina schools. Even Clawson at Wake could be a candidate for some of their for some if their first
2: choice doesn't work out. Mac Brown's not leaving North Carolina, is he? Really? I can't imagine. Why would he? I mean, if that was the case, he would have just gone somewhere else to start with instead of back to North Carolina. I mean, I guess Dave Dorn tired, could get a maybe. look. Doran's has has turned down jobs before? State NC State Mac could retire. That that's logic. That that seems more like him than say him leaving.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that because the the big thought going into the season, especially when they started playing, was was Mac Brown could get fired, and then theoretically Satterfield, if he had a good enough season, could take over at UNC. That's definitely not going to happen because UNC is having a, a very good year. Yeah. So it's either. I mean, the only way that Mac Brown's gone is, I think, if he retires. I can't imagine some big school is going to come after Mac. Like this is, there's going to be a lot of hired Mac Brown, with both having the understanding that this was his last stop. He's up there in of age. Of course, yeah. He should be done uh, after this. I, I think he's going to go as long as he wants, and then he'll call it a career.
2: But NC State, I guess maybe. I do I mean. I, I mean, isn't South Carolina still floundering? I know they got their big win against Kentucky. Yeah. But I, I haven't really paid attention to see what South Carolina's has done since that win against Kentucky. To be I mean, I just well, this is just Bieber's what like second year there. Yeah, he was that's who they hired when when Satterfield was rumored, wasn't it? And he the one they end up going with instead, right? Which would have been before the twenty. 20- yeah, v- v- yeah. V- they're 6-3, 7-6. and, three, seven and six. Now they're 6-3 this year, so I doubt they would be looking to move on. I can't imagine. No. It,
0: it probably is going to be too much money to. Yeah, this is second season. Yeah. They went to a bowl game last year. They won a bowl game last yeah, year. Yeah, they're not moving on. They're yet. going to a bowl game this year. I know that South Carolina wants to be better, but you're South Carolina, for God's sake. You I mean, be, you're, yeah. They, be they're, fine. Well,
2: they're just smart enough, though, They're making progress. Yeah, I
0: think that that's probably not opening. Uh, Texas, if you don't believe, uh, Texas Southern NY as an NYC area, nobody cares about wrestling there except children under the age of 10. If you don't believe me, you can check my area code 914.
2: Okay. I mean, there's a reason why Madison Garden is a huge wrestling venue amongst other sports. I get it, but it is a huge, it's, WWE is the New York city has a very rich wrestling tradition. If you don't know that, then you just need to leave the house more often.
0: See, but I, I don't think anybody thinks of like New York. There's been, like average citizens that like are obsessed with wrestling.
2: I feel like nobody thinks about New York that way. Yeah, it does. I mean, it, it, they, it's a place that's going to sell out, and you put big shows there. Well, yeah, but everything sells out in New York. There's a million, million people there. That's why people go there. You didn't always thought no, New York's I mean, I'm not. I don't want to. That was the problem with when when you were asking me that question was you were going by state, and more often than not, I think cities, not states. Like I think when I say when I say Tennessee, I think Memphis. You know, I think North Carolina. I think Greensboro. Like, which North Carolina not being on that list is a, is a joke. You know, Atlanta's a huge wrestling city. Chicago, a huge wrestling city. San Francisco, a huge wrestling. But city.
0: yeah, you're thinking about it the wrong way. Like, there, it's an analytical thing. It's driven by the most percentage of people in the states who are googling and go and watching wrestling.
2: I get that, but I think their analytics was based on stupidity, not by actual facts. Well, that's, analytics are <laughs> numbers. I think their analytics were just—we're just, we're just going to pick what we think is redneck states. That's no, not <laughs> what happened at all. I mean, do you, do you know the people that made Rhode that Island part? was number three? Do you know Rhode Island has a stigma as being being somewhat uh, redneckish? I, I Have not- you seen me, myself, and Irene? Yeah, but I, I don't think Little that state, that's, little mind. Again, it's not... They didn't make the list. They they plugged a formula
0: into this thing, and then it turned out these numbers. God, did you make this list?
2: You're very defensive of the good people of
0: Worldwide Wrestling. I'm very defensive of numbers, <laughs> and I'm not good with them, but I understand what they are. Texas... Uh, I don't remember the site. What was it called again? Wrestlingworld.com. Wrestling
2: World, I said Worldwide Wrestling. or something.
0: Texas, uh, <laughs> Will Levis has his moments for sure, but over time, he looks more to me like Patrick Tolles 2.0 than a high first-round pick. I see him getting a coach and GM fired a few years from now. He will be. Why are they not running him at all anymore?
2: He wants to be the number one pick.
0: They saw. They said I saw on one of the – it may have been Big Blue Drew or Roush or somebody saying that like, UK has stated that they, they've they cut out all design running plays for Will Levis out of the playbook, which – one, great news for us because he ran for like 17 yeah, really touchdowns <laughs> against us last year. Two, I was like, why? Is it just because of the draft stock? Are they trying to keep him healthy? I don't understand.
2: You think that would help his draft stock slightly? I mean, yeah, he's, you, he I moves mean, well for a guy a that big. Getting healthy, I, mean.
0: I don't get it. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But every time I watch them, he's like either not getting enough time to throw or, I mean, maybe if they had more design runs, it would keep the defenses more honest and they have more time in the pocket because I don't know what they're doing.
2: But. I don't know who I would compare him to. I don't. I don't see him being a great NFL quarterback. But, but I don't know who I would. I wouldn't. I don't. Patrick Tolles. I don't think the fair comparison. He's already better than Patrick Tolles was.
0: Yeah. For, I mean, Patrick Tolles sucked. Yeah, I, I'm trying. To,
2: I don't think he'd be a good.
0: That's what threw like what six interceptions against us after he tra- transferred to Boston College, which I loved. He would do the thing where he transferred to BC. He's like, already got November second circled on my schedule, and I'm like, you got your ass is kicked by us at UK every year. Stop putting a picture of you trying to look tough after you've thrown it like your sixth pick to Gerard Hallman on your profile. Like it was, and then we went up there to the game and we beat them by you know, seventy, and he threw a million interceptions. It was nice. And he's got a
2: he's got a, a uh, what was the kid, the kid that went to Washington that, that got drafted by the Titans? Jake Locker. Like I could see him somewhere between Jake yeah. Locker and like Joey Harrington. Like I mean, well, Harrington didn't move. Locker was more yeah, of a mobile guy. That was the, that was the problem because because I wanted to say Brock, uh, Brock Oswing or whatever his name is but he had no mobility at all. Osweiler, Osweiler, yeah, he's a six seven guy. That, Levis can move. That's that's why I don't want to say that comparison because he can move a little bit. But people
0: want him to be Josh Allen. He's not Josh. He's Allen. not going to be Josh Allen. I if mean. I'm wrong about that, I'm wrong. I was wrong about Allen. I don't think that Will Levis. Is a I watched
2: Allen his rookie year and went into a second year with huge high hopes because I saw a guy that, that I thought looked like a good quarterback. And yeah. just adding digs obviously doesn't hurt.
0: All right, we got to go to break. Before we do, though, reminding you, if you have uh, heating problems coming up this winter, there's only one place to call in this area. It's our friends over at AirServe. If you have a uh, heating problem in the middle of the night, it's 2 a.m., nobody else available to come help you fix uh, your heating problems so you can sleep safely through the night or you have young children, maybe some pets that, that just cannot make it out in freezing temps is available for you 24-7, and when they say 24-7, that's exactly what they mean. They have technicians available at all hours of all days. Call them directly at 502-264-9662. Again, any hour, you can visit them online at airserve.com Louisville, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com Louisville. Whether it's too hot, too cold, too dry, or too polluted, is always going to make sure you're comfortable and breathing the highest quality air in your home, 502-264-9662. We'll take a break. We'll come back wrap up the show. It's the Mike for Show on a Monday here on 1450
1: and 961, The Big X. <laughs>
0: A quick update from the KFC Young Center. Fourth to 53 to go before halftime. Louisville all over Cincinnati in the season opener for the women's basketball team. The cards lead 31 to 15. It was tight early on. The cards now currently on an 11 0 run. Rolling
2: over the Bearcats. So we do Cincinnati. We treat them like they're like they're, they're chili. Garbage. Don't take shots at the Chili. Oh, come on, Scotland Chili's garbage. I love Scotland chili. I would not eat it with my dogs. You don't like any food, which again is the, not necessarily it's no, the biggest paradox. You're the, really? the pickiest eater I know. I am picky, but don't say I don't like any food because I mean I, I think. But you I, like very little. I, I got four X's in my pants right now that would disagree. Well, you like
0: food a lot, but like very few really different types. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, I was pretending I didn't hear it. You, like, <laughs> it, you just hammer like the same like five or six types of food over and over. It's it's unreal.
2: Maybe I can be monotonous. Maybe I can get into monotony. Nailed it. it. Maybe I mean, this is my marriage. Like, I mean, you know, like some people just choose only one woman. I just choose one food. Just burgers with just cheese. <laughs> <Burgers>. <laughs> Steaks playing. Well, honey, sometimes I feel like a chicken. <laughs> sometimes chicken with cheese.
0: But wait, we've reached now. The the only bad thing, because I, I opened the show just glowing. Glossing, waxing poetic about this time of the year, where now we've got the football team winning four in a row, basketball starting, all, all happening at the same time. So like Always something to talk about. The one downside to this is it's five forty. It's looking dark outside, and I hate. And we've reached the point of the year where it's yeah. like, after five fifty, you feel like it's ten p.m. the entire night. Like I, we like last night, we went. We thought we'd left um, John's blanket at um, Whitehall where we'd taken these pictures. So we like drove out there to find it. It's like six ten. It's pitch black. We get home. We went stop. We stopped at Target so Virginia could do something. She was being good, so we wanted to reward her. And like we get home, and I'm like, it feels like it's like these kids should have been in bed. Three hours ago, it feels like it's 11 p.m., and the reality is it's 6.45. You should never have any idea what time it is. The kids are off schedule because daylight time, daylight savings time is so stupid. They're getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning now instead of like 7, 7.30. They want to go to sleep at 6.30 because it's pitch black outside. I hate it. It's the only downside about the time of
2: the year. It's awful. Benjamin Franklin will never come on this show. Never come on the show. Daylight savings time is dumb. <laughs> I never, it's never bothered me like it's bothered everyone else, I guess. Because like, you live
0: in weird hours. <laughs> you don't wake <laughs> up till 2 p.m.
2: Maybe I'm the normal one. You're the weird man. You ever think about that, man? Maybe. You ever wrap your brain around that one?
1: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> I
1: mean.
0: Oh, guys, He's worked himself into a coughing fit. He's so tickled by his comment that his throat's been tickled, too. <laughs>
2: uh, I haven't tickled in a while um i don't know the darkness doesn't bother me i guess i i kind of like it now because it's dark and i'm like oh crap wait a minute hey everything's still open yeah well there's that i guess i'm glad one person's
0: happy i'm glad half the show's happy about it. i
2: mean i don't like driving at night because i'm almost like somewhat borderline blind in some ways well that's (laughs) it's not good I, I, had to like, I had to wait like a week to get my driving test because I, when I originally went to get my driver's license when I was 16, I failed the eye exam. Ooh. And they were like, We well, gotta go get glasses. And I was like, I don't want glasses. Like, you gotta get glasses. So I went and got glasses. which was, Here's the irritating part I went and get glasses, and I come back with the glasses. And I'm like, All right, we're gonna take the eye exam again. And like, you have glasses? And I'm like, Yep. They're like, All right, go ahead. I didn't um, have to retake it. What? They're like, Just show me the glasses for proof. I could just grab these glasses off the street somewhere. Which is ironic because I lost them like two days later, and then I, fa- <laughs> and then I found a pair. And they looked; they, they made me look. They, they when I put them on, it was similar view. I've been using them ever since.
0: Are you, I've never seen you wear glasses.
2: You never seen my glasses? I haven't. Uh, well, they actually aren't in my car because I have them at the house right now. I took so them out of the car. Do you wear contacts or anything? Mm-mm. I have the same pair of glasses I've had since I was sixteen, and they weren't even prescribed to me technically. Hmm. But I still wear them. I still use them. I still love them. they're 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 cool looking. I look kind of cool with my glasses on. Okay, well,
1: I don't need. Like them. I'm like, like I'm
2: day. not so blind where I need them. I just uh, at night, I can't see if it's like I, I get bad night blindness. Like if cars are coming at me, it, it it bothers me. But luckily, I only really need glasses if I'm outside of like Louisville. Like I know I could I know where all the streets are. I know this area like the back of my hand, so it doesn't bother. You're not me. Not making me feel confident about. But if I'm my likelihood of staying on the road, if you're driving on the opposite but if side, I'm, if I'm in like an area I don't know and it's nighttime, then I probably should have my glasses or I'm going to probably go slower than normal. If it's raining, I'm not even driving, I don't drive at night during the rain, just don't do it. Don't even bother asking me to come out, okay? Because I can't see Harley. I can't see where the bleep at night when it's raining. It's hard to see.
0: Do you have a uh, do you have a thought since you are? Or not very often. Our resident NFL guru on the Colts naming Jeff Saturday as their interim head coach. <laughs> Wait a minute, what did he just with ESPN? Jeff Saturday? Yeah. I don't know. You would know it better than I would. Uh, was he on NFL Live? I think he was. Just, yeah, because that's where... He's the coach of the Colts. I like that they said they have no idea who's going to call the plays <laughs> on Sunday because no one's ever done it before. He on the staff. Does I'm anyone like, get a bigger... Maybe you should figure that out between
2: now and then. If all the complaints people had towards NFL ownership, a certain ownership groups over the last few years, how do the Earth say still get a pass? They're, I mean, the guy's a pill-popping blunder of a human being. They, they, they've, been, they've run the organization to the ground and only falling ass-backwards into two quarterbacks, one of which they, they treated so poorly they made him retire at 32. How, how do the how do, how do the Earth get away with this? They're the worst ownership probably in the NFL and have been for decades. I don't know. It it's amazes me. I don't know. I, and I, I felt bad for Frank Reich. I do because I think he's a really good coach. And I, I was on record saying, I, I really, it, him leaving the Eagles when they did was, again, almost like the coach falling ass backwards into something. Because if you remember, they hired, they wanted to hire Josh McDaniels, who's an awful coach. The Raiders were learning that again. They could have just called Denver. They would have told him that. But I mean, he's a horrible hire. And they wanted to hire him. And he just like, at the last minute, was like, yeah, never mind. I'm staying in New England. So he kind of fell ass backwards into Frank Reich, who was, he just has. He's. I mean, they've got a good team, which is like it's just proof of you have got to have a quarterback. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you can have a solid defense. They have the offensive line has been really banged up, though. I mean, they they have really no weapons on the outside, especially without Justin Jonathan Taylor out, and they have no quarterback. I mean, it just you, it's you, you got to have you got to have a quarterback at some level. Texas,
0: are you really going to go through the entire show without talking about the UK girl? I guess not. I guess we're going to talk about her.
2: I don't know. What UK girl?
0: You haven't seen this video? Uh-uh. UK girl it's all over the national news?
2: No, what'd she do?
0: A drunk UK girl on in Lexington. I think she's from... Was it, I don't want to disparage the wrong location. I think she's from Greenwood, Kentucky. Okay. She got into it with one of the, the desk clerks at the residence halls on UK's campus, uh, who was was black, and started just calling her the N-word repeatedly, saying you're a N-word and, and a... B word and like was throwing punches at her, was trying to hit her, was like very just sloppily drunk. Cops came. She like tried to hit the cop. She also the entire time just kept saying the N word the entire time the cops arresting her. She's the video got out. She's all over national. The, the, the desk, uh, worker, the, the black woman in this case, like she has, I would kill for an ounce of the restraint that she has like the entire time she's like sitting there. She's like, she probably knows this woman is meaningless to her anyway. She's like, I like, I don't get paid enough for this. She's like trying to calm her down. She's trying to do the right thing. She has a video where she calmly like explains what happened before it goes viral in the thing. And this girl, uh, her name is Sophia Rosing. She's been arrested. She was she's about to get kicked out of school. She hasn't already been. She's was this
2: on school property.
0: Yeah, it was in the dormitory.
2: Oh, okay. Why wouldn't she? Did, why wouldn't she in? Or you get she'll tell me.
0: The well, the 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 desk worker says she. I could tell she wasn't a resident. Like she's like I. She doesn't have her ID. She and like we can't allow anybody who's not a resident to go in the elevators and like go into the building. Especially at a certain time, I assume. Yeah, so yeah. she's like stopping her from getting in the elevator, and she's launching into you know racial assaults. And now she has friends online that are like defending her and like all this stuff, and it's. You know, people are like, "Oh, this this girl's life's ruined." I'm like, "Yeah, maybe. Like, or she's going to be Speaker of the House in ten years. At this point, like, you just <laughs> you, you don't really know one way or the other. I'm sure she'll be turned into a hero at some point by by some people. But it was a, a gross, <laughs> gross video. All the you know UK people like this doesn't represent our school, and all this stuff was out there. But it was has definitely dominated the the, the local news here for twenty four hours.
2: All right. I say is, is people don't don't try to ruin her life just because because she, she made a fool of herself and she's obviously an idiot. Odds are she's probably going to ruin her own life, so she doesn't need any help. Let, let her do it on her own pace.
0: There's another video of her from, I guess, a year before where she's like, "You, I, I'm rich as bleep. Like, you can't sue me. Like, I'll sue you. I can tell by what you're wearing that you're not rich, rich as bleep. Yeah. That's,
2: listen, no reason to attack. The social media mob does not need to ruin her life. This sounds like I disagree. To, no, I sound like just someone's going to do it on their own. I I think, I think that's let's let her let's let her destroy her own life at her own pace. I disagree with you, man. Like, I I knew a lot of these people
0: that had like just terrible, did got away terrible things. And guess what? Once they got over these teenage years, these college years, they end up going in and making a lot of money and being successful because they had every advantage. Now, did they
2: continue to be horrible people or was it just something they learned from their, their betterment of their youth? Oh, they, they continue to be horrible people. Okay, because sometimes you never know. I mean, sometimes, I mean, listen, I've probably said stupid stuff in my youth as well. I would hope nothing I wouldn't have like gone this. to that now, and I would, I've never yeah. been on giant racial tirades, no. but Yeah,
0: this is, this is very bad. I, I think she deserves anything bad she's got coming. Uh, Texas, have you seen enough— so Should I date her? No. Have you seen enough <laughs> from Brock to determine if he's going to be serviceable next year? I can't imagine him getting any more time over these next three tough games. Do you? I don't know. I mean, maybe if Malik is really struggling or if Malik gets hurt, which is always a possibility. But the starting quarterback job next year, I mean, it's fascinating as is. I would not be shocked at all if they went out and tried to get a transfer, though, either
2: because – They should.
0: I mean, you should. Is Pierce Clarkson going to be ready to step in right away as a true freshman? History says probably not. Um, Evan Conley, I don't know if he's ever going to be fully healthy again with this this hip thing that's out there. Um, Brock Doman, yeah, he played nicely in the game against Virginia. Is he really a guy that you think can take you to a overwhelmingly successful season for a full 12 games? I haven't seen enough to really determine that. Is Caleb Johnson alive at this point? N- nobody seems to know that. So I'd like to see them go out there and get one of these transfers that's available to come in for maybe one season and say, you know, this guy, if he's a grad transfer, maybe played four years and was just sick of a smaller school. Let's let's give him a shot. But I feel like they need to bring somebody else into the fold for that competition.
2: We start talking about, I mean, we talk about surviving this year for 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 We talked about winning one game, maybe winning two. You almost think some with what could be ahead next year. Next year sure could be we could it could be a very bad year next year. It could be tough. They're gonna have to go out and get some stopgap guys because mm-hmm. not only do you have. I mean, we were talking about the offense and, and regrouping from that and the youth that comes along with it. We, we've discussed this earlier We We lose almost everybody defensively. We lose a lot. Every we, linebacker's we, gone. Yeah, we, we lose every impact player that has made this defense so much better than it has over the last few weeks. For the most part, we lose them. And that's the defensive line, though, will be good next year because you get tells back who's been great.
0: He was maybe our best player defensively on on Saturday. Uh, Ashton Gelati's been fantastic. He'll be back.
1: I we get, mentioned
2: Ben Perry, who's been so good. And he's I back. get, I get, we're not losing eleven total guys, but, but the linebackers are all gone. Yeah, and the guy, the, the leaders of the team are going to be gone. And another and thing, people won't step up and maybe step up eventually as year goes along. But like that's another thing that like, if you're sad, like you almost. If you're gonna win, if you to win these last three games and actually finish nine and three and go to a bowl and do whatever, I mean that's gonna help you ride a long way in a season next year. But we may win four games or five games, depending Yeah. On, depending on like now. And again, you're right. The, the transfer portal is gonna be huge, especially I think on as much on defense as anything next year, while we still groom some of the the young guys that we have that just really aren't ready just yet probably. Texas says uh, Trevor Taco Bell delivers now. Give love a chance. No, I don't. I don't do. I, I have. I have a rule, and it's I don't do DoorDash for places with drop He's he's got a code. I can't have a Man's gotta have a code. Man does have to have a code. Yeah, Texas. I would say UCF
0: is, this year is a real quality win. They're ranked. Wake isn't now.
2: Is Wake still ranked? Not anymore. Did they pop the out? So. I mean, I just. I guess if you want to, I mean, if you wanted to do it, that's fine. I, I'm not gonna brag about Central Florida.
0: Texas, I was drunk on victory and $9 beers after leaving the game on Saturday and bought a hotel for the Clemson game. Any food, drink recommendations for my first trip to the fake Death Valley? Um... (laughs) No, people will try to get you what what's the like the varsity club that they all everybody tries to There's a varsity club in Atlanta. Yeah, there's one there too that they try to swindle you into going in before the game. I went, it
2: was overrated. It was I've been the, I've been to one in Atlanta, it's okay. It's not they're really brag about either. There's
0: nothing like again, like Clemson, South Carolina is a small, it's a college town. There's not like a huge musty restaurant scene or anything like that. We went to a, like a small Mexican restaurant close to the the stadium after the first game that we went to in 2014. It was fine. But like I don't have any Great I don't know why I think
2: she's, like, Marissa Tomei pulling in there, like, in My Cousin Vinny. Like, how's the Chinese food? <laughs> no, it was it was fine. It was standard. Like It was, like, El Nopal. Or something One similar. hotel? Well, I mean,
0: you usually have to stay in somewhere, like, outside of Columbus. Like, we stayed oh, okay. in... We stayed in Lavonia, Georgia the last time I remember, which is like a, it was like a 25 minute drive into Clemson. Yeah. We stayed somewhere in South Carolina the first time we went.
2: I'm assuming it has like, it's, it's got like maybe one, two hotels and then like maybe a handful of Airbnbs.
0: Yeah, like everybody books hotels in like the surrounding cities because yeah. it's, it's so small, but just, you know, you have to, to book early. Text says the difference between last year and this year is Louisville's defense in regards to the UK game. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what our hope is, right? Yeah. I mean, it's gotta be. It can't be much worse than last UK,
2: last two UK games.
0: We thought the difference between last year and twenty nineteen was going to be how much better our offense was, and we didn't do anything against them. So,
2: I, just, I still worry whether our offensive line can
0: hold up against their, against them as well again. I do too. I, I mean, I think we're so understand. We're so scarred by the last three games, which have been such just not just blowouts, but just the physical ass kickings that we've gotten. Like, can we? It's hard to convince yourself right now as a Louisville fan that we've made up so much of the gap from what we saw last year to this year that we can not just be competitive in this game, but, but win it. And that's just because they've been so dominant over
2: us. It also speaks to the gap between the levels of ACC and SEC as well.
0: And you know, their recruiting classes, which that's kind of, level right now their recruiting class is not great. They're That's why they're hearing more and more about NIL because they have the number 50 recruiting class in the country. Meanwhile,
2: oh, what, the big dog lose a little bark there? Big dog's not eating a little bit. There's somebody somebody, uh, somebody snipped the, uh, the big dog there, a little neutered?
0: I did like the, after the fight in the Missouri game, Like every, all UK fans were sharing this clip of like Vince Merrill walking towards the Missouri coach. They're like, they didn't want
2: any piece of the big dog. I'm Like the refs are pushing them back. Like they're not backing. in felt bad for Missouri. That was such a weak way to that. That, that and they got a penalty for it. The the the, the, the blocking the, the roughing the punter. It was like oh, it was I mean, bad. Yes. That was that was a by, that, that objectively was, a hilarious way to lose. I mean, it was it was by rule, yes, but it was like one of those like loophole rules. You're like oh, come on, really? When, when it happened, I was like because the guy yeah because nobody's
0: viewing that the punter as a. As a he ran there.
2: twenty yards backwards. You yeah, view it I as mean, a loose
0: ball, like and everybody. He's a ball carrier at that point. But like, I get that technically by the rule, I think that they got the call right. But when you saw it live, you're like,
2: what? Because he just went to tackle the guy because the guy picked up the ball, and it just as he went to tackle him, he actually got to kick it. And
0: I hate that it happened, but again, objectively, I, it's a hilarious way for a team it to was.
2: Play. I mean, and in in the way Missouri's lost this year, I mean, it's the same team that, that dropped the ball at the at the goal line on against overtime against was it Penn State or somebody yeah in the georgia lot i mean it's been yeah it's been, it's been drinking which has been it's been it's been a goopy season
0: Texas, trevor could have great success on farmers com. people get
2: up way too early don't they No, yeah. <laughs> don't they wake up at like five in the morning i mean i'm i'm going to bed texas i'm I'm over the bring Brom home stuff it's old and it's just tired at this point i, I kind of i kind of agree i'm i'm never gonna like let it go so you can get over it i've got a tattoo that says bring Brom home Texas
0: sets not leaving, so let's talk about how fun it would be if we win out and then bring in this recruiting class next year. Oh yeah, I mean hell yeah, you kidding me? Nine and three of this recruiting class would be, it'd be the most optimism surrounding U of A football since Lamar Jackson left, without question. It kind of already is at this point. Texas, if I'm ranking the likelihood of winning the next three games, I go NC State one, Clemson two, UK three. It's wild to think that I feel like we have a better chance to beat Clemson than, than we do to beat
2: UK. I mean Clemson and Clemson and, and Kentucky are kind of similar. I mean, they're both better. They're both defensive teams with with stagnant offenses. Yeah, for sure. I mean, both both have decent running games with Shipley and Rodriguez. Both have the quarterback is the questionable part, I guess. But Kentucky would have the advantage over Clemson. In that I guess a little bit.
0: All right, tonight we got Monday Night Football. No more baseball. We didn't didn't mention the Astros locking up the World Series. All yeah, on, congratulations uh, to Dusty. Congrats to Dusty. Nobody else, literally. Um, yep.
2: Besides, no like, two you
0: friends know? I have who kind of Astros fans. Even them, I don't really care. Like, yeah, whatever.
2: Oh, no, the, the guy, what's his name? They film with you at Don Pence? He's an Astros fan. Yeah, won't well, have happy friend. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but mostly
0: Dusty and nobody else. So, uh, tonight, Monday Night Football, Ravens taking on the Saints. Lamar Jackson back in prime time. TK, who you got?
2: It's at New Orleans, isn't it? Yes. I think it is, too. Uh, I'm, I'm going against the guy in fantasy tonight. He's got, he's got Dubonnet, and he's got Lamar Jackson. I should be okay, though. I'm up by 101 points. So, unless Lamar Jackson does what Joe Mixon did times two, I should be all right. I like uh, even in New Orleans, I don't know what the spread is, but I'll take Baltimore to win straight up. I'm going to go. I think the Saints win. Uh, I hope I'm wrong.
0: I think Baltimore is a one and a half point favorite. I'm going to say the Saints with a mild upset at home victory. Would love to be wrong. What I'm not going to be wrong about is the women's basketball team taking care of business. We got halftime at the KFC KFCM Center. Cards lead at 48 28 over
2: Cincinnati. You know Andy Reid's or Andy, Andy Dalton starting right. Yeah,
0: that's the way it should be. Bleep Cincinnati, go Cards! Everybody have a fantastic Monday night. We will see you guys right back here at three o'clock again. Go Cards! Beat UC.
2: Oh, by the way, the all songs off the movie Kingpin because we're going oh. because bo- we're going bowling.